How are we sounding? Good. You like it, Mike? How about you, Jason? Pat? Pat, Pat likes it, too. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, the best show is here. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's installment of The Best Show, and we have a fun program planned for you. The topic, worst decisions made by otherwise intelligent people. The Dreyfus 100 continues, that's right, for uh, if we can get Richard Dreyfus on the air for five minutes. Let him know. If you're out there, you know him. You let him know. I'll donate $100 to charity of his choice. What else do we have going on? More! All sorts of stuff. Lined up for you. Hmm. I thought Dudio was out there. I'm looking at Instagram. I'm seeing a picture. Apparently he's at a... a a Radiohead concert. Hmm. Guess the uh, Joe Lunchpail ways of the best show uh, don't cut it, Mister Mister uh, Art. There, artsy, artsy, craftsy, uh, fancy dude. He's got his uh, little fancy ways. So there's no Dudio. There's no Mike. Mike's not here neither. He's on his way. Mike's on his way. So we got Pat. Just Pat. And then Mike will be with us shortly. But in the meantime, the phone number is 201-332-3484. And tonight, I welcome you to another installment of... That's right. I wanna be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. Pokemon. For truckers. The phone number, 201-332-3484. I want to hear from you truckers. Who out there is out there playing Pokemon, driving their tractor trailer around? 201-332-3484. Come on. Pokey19, Pokey19, come on. I got any uh, fellow truckers out there? Just want to let everybody know, uh, Pokey again, Pokey19, I'm, uh, I think I just saw a Squirtle, a couple Squirtle eggs off, uh, Highway 9, but watch out, there's a, uh, an evil Knievel roaming around there looking to give out tickets, come on. 
Anybody got their ears uh, ears on? I'm looking for a uh, looking for a uh, 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 a Vulpix. Come on, Pokey One Nine, Pokey One Nine. We got anything out there? Two zero one three three two three four eight four. Let me hear from other truckers who are uh, playing Pokemon Go. Come on. Pokey one nine, Pokey one nine. I'm uh, looking for a gold duck. Come on, anybody got their ears open for a gold duck? Somebody told me they saw a diglet egg. Come on, Pokey one nine. You're on. Uh, yeah, my name is Buck. I'm a trucker. All right. What do you got going uh, on there? You uh, what's up? Come on. Well, look, my, my dad was a trucker a long time ago, and I inherited his truck, and I just wanted to say I really appreciate you doing this show for us uh, out here on the road. It gets a little lonely, and, you know, the only thing to keep us company all the time is the Pokemon on the road, so I really appreciate you doing this. You got your ears on for any Pokemon? Come on. I mean, I, I haven't seen too much today, sir. I, I'm really, I'm, I'm looking out, keeping my ear to the ground, but I, I, if you could tell me where you saw the Squirtle eggs, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, I saw the Squirtle out on Highway 9. Come on. All right, a little bit uh, uh, out of my out of my uh, my, my route here, but I'll, I'm looking forward to uh, maybe taking a look. And if I hear anything, if I see anything, I'll let you know, sir. All right, you keep the pedal to the metal. Come on. Thank you, sir. Pokey one nine, Pokey one nine. One nine. You're on Pokey Pokemon for truckers. Come on. Come on. Hey, Tim this is the Green Bandit. All right, Green. I just saw a couple Smokies taking out a Snorlax over there on the High Five Southbound. Say that again. A Snorlax, a couple Smokies taking him down. You saw a couple Smokies taking down a Snorlax. That's right. All right. Well, uh, all the other men. All right. Well, uh, keep keep your uh, sunny side up. Come on. All right. I'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip. Pokey one nine, Pokey one nine. Come on. Who do we got? I'm reading you. This is U-turn calling in. U turn, what do we got? Come on. I got a few Mr. Mines going down uh, I 95 South. I 95 South? Yeah, right along the uh, Maryland uh, Washington, D.C. border. All right, I'm also on the lookout. Uh, anybody, you, you got your ears open for any drowsies? I've got my ears open for uh, several drowsies right now, not picking up anything. Uh, I got a ghastly or two, though. Okay, okay. Let's, uh, I'm going to pull over, my friend. Uh, you're breaking up, okay? Come on. Got to watch out there. I uh, got a Buster Brown riding on my hind legs here. Come on. Pokey 1-9, come on. Hi, um, how are you today? I'm good. That's good, um... I was just calling to see what the topic was today. Well, you're on Pokemon for truckers. Come on. Alrighty. Um. <laughs> you got your. This is my first time. 
Go ahead, I'm sorry. You see any Pokemon out there? Um, not that I can really see. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm actually on the north side of Chicago. Are there any places that you recommend? North side of Chi-Town? I don't know. you got to tell me. That's where you're from. i got to tell you, I'm looking for a, uh, a Drowsy, a Krabby, a Kingler, and a Vortlorb. Come on. Oh, mm. Yeah, I'm not getting any luck. I'm not getting any luck whatsoever. All right. Keep your... Uh, I'm looking out also... Uh, I got a word. There's a bear in the air. We got somebody down on the double deuce trying to uh, trying to capture a uh, a Mister Mime and uh, bear in mm-hmm. the air. Uh, Smokey and uh, right now tickets. So watch out. Okay. Are there any that you recommend me to look out for? You keep your uh, you keep your ears open for a uh, a Kabuto mm-hmm. or a Dratini. Come uh-huh. on. All right. I'll make All sure right. I'll be on the lookout then. All right. Keep it Pokey one nine, Pokey one nine, come on. How are you, sir? This is Gyarados Eki, so I'm driving eighty seven north in Albany, New York. You got your ears open for any Pokemon? Come on. Well, I haven't seen any Pokemon out here, but uh, I do have a sighting of Team Rocket. Just want people to know eighty seven north, Team Rocket. Be careful out there, everybody. You gotta watch out. I'm getting also getting word out on uh eighty seven that they uh over at the cash register, they got a couple Smokies waiting to grab people on northbound. Come on. Oh, uh, geez, I haven't heard anything about that, but I really appreciate the shout-out. Well, I got to tell you, you know, I got a couple Smokies on my donkey right now, and uh, I'm also on the lookout here for uh, the Squirtle. Come on. You're looking for Squirtles? Yeah. I think I might have heard of Squirtles uh, uh, back, in, uh, back when 87 was 90. You might want to actually turn around and head south. All right, I might head up there. I certainly don't want to be feeding the bears, though, so uh, keep an eye uh, open here. Come on. Thank you. All right. Just protect those eggs, though. Those team rockets, I think they're out there. Protect those eggs. I just got word a, uh, a trailer flipped over, and there's a whole bunch of Pokemon loose on uh, 87 South. Oh, no. Uh, you hate Every, to hear that happen. A, a, a tractor tipped, o- tipped over, and there's uh, Pokemon all over the road. we got a couple gumball machines are pouring uh, okay. in now to take care of it. So, uh, it's, it's a, it's always a shame when you hear a truck went greasy side up. So, uh. Well, that makes sense. That, that probably attracted Team Rocket. Everybody be safe. Come on. You too, sir. Thank you for taking the call. Pokey19, come on. Yo, yo. Coming in on the I-84. What do you got for me? down into Portland, Oregon. Okay. Going in to the Doug Fur this evening to see the mystery lights. Okay. So you're out on the left coast. You're out on the left coast. Sure you don't have any, uh, make sure you don't have no, uh, shutter trouble tonight, my friend, okay? 
Oh, no sharp trouble. Fun to win, though. We got a headwind. All right. Any Pokemon? Come on. I would say that there is a Pokemon, like, there. Up on the, uh, on the Columbia River. Yep. Sitting out on the boat. All right. They got the... In the 87 South, I just got word a meat wagon just pulled up, and they're, uh... They're trying to get some Pokemon. Everybody's okay right now in terms of injury. It's negatory, negatory, but uh, they're putting the Pokemon into the meat wagon to get them to the hospital, make sure they all check out. Oh, 100% there. I got you. Best show. button down. I had one button down. I couldn't hear a thing. Now I hear it all.
The Best Show. The phone number 201-332-3484. My name is Tom Sharpling, the host of The Best Show. And we have a fun show tonight. We are talking about the worst decisions made by otherwise intelligent people. I've been told Mike is here also. I know uh, we started off with Pat holding it all down. Right now, Dudio is getting his uh, Dudio head, right? Dudio seeing radio head tonight. That's going on now. I'm sure they're doing Karma Police as we speak. Mike is here. I said to him, is everything okay? He said something to the effect because I actually walked away because the music was about to end and I needed to get back to the show. He said something to the effect of just like, oh, like you care. So, I do care, Mike. I care. Mike don't want to hear it, though. And the Dreyfus 100 continues. If Richard Dreyfus is listening, or if you know Richard Dreyfus and you can get him to call, and he talks for a few minutes, five minutes, I'm going to say, I will donate money, $100 to his charity, the charity of his choice. So we're going to add another person to the list tonight, another $100 uh, ringer. Who do you think, Mike? Think about it. If that's not too, if, if that's not inconveniencing you too much, think about it. I'll tell you. Guy perks up, you mention those dumb shirts. Suddenly you got his attention. Yeah, and when I say dumb, you're like, what What dumb shirts? Well, I guess I said it. I need to f- tell you what it is. Mike's, uh, Mike attends uh, bar at Massa's Tavern on weekends and uh, on Sundays. And he has uh, these shirts now, these Massa's Tavern shirts. And he sells them at uh, on Bandcamp, apmike.bandcamp.com. You can get those, or you get his headshot, or you get the, uh, the the songs he's got, and God knows what else he's working on next. But the the massive shirts are very nice, and they're worth uh, checking out and picking up. I see pictures of them all over the place. I got people saying, oh, I saw a Massa shirt at a rock show in Atlanta, and I saw a Massa shirt here and there. I don't get a nickel off these things. I don't get a nickel. I want want some numbers on this. I got to get some numbers on what this guy's doing. These massive shirts. 
Did I didn't even get one? How's that? How's that? How's that for uh, justice? I didn't even get one. And yet the worst thing is, there's no ads tonight. No ads on the show. The only ad is Mike's dumb massa shirts. APMike.bandcamp.com. Shows hemorrhaging money yet again. Don't worry, Michael. Michael uh, sells some masses shirts. I also want to let you know, uh, Pat Pat Byrne. Uh, he also does a show on WFMU, which uh, is a station I was on at one point. I don't know if you know that. I was there. We did the best show there for 13 plus years. Pat's show is called Prove It All Night, and they do a live uh, uh, on stage version of it once uh, once a month or thereabouts. And this Saturday, July 30th, there is a live version of Up All, of Prove It All Night, the two year anniversary show. Pat Burns. And, and Prove It All Night's two-year anniversary show. And he's got a thing called Karaoke All Night. And special guests like nobody's business. This is if you're in Jersey City. You want to uh, check out a show. You go to uh, on on Saturday night. WFMU performance uh, uh, space in Jersey City, 43 Montgomery Street. The Prove It All Night two-year anniversary show, Karaoke All Night, with guests. Uh, Dave Hill will be there. Brett Davis will be there. Uh, Sunshine in the Rain will be there. Guests of this on this very program will be there. And who's that now? Julio Torres will be there. Who else? Dave Hill. Dave Hill said him. Anna Fabrizia. Anna Brett Davis. Brett Davis. And, many and many more, including me. I will be on the show. That's right. I am a late addition to Saturday night's Prove It All Night two-year anniversary karaoke all night. I'm working something special up. Common Pikachu is what I'm going to do. No, I'm not doing that. And you can go to Facebook slash Prove It All Night Show for more information on that. The phone number, 2013-323484. Best show. Hey, Tom. How's it going, man? That's going well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Sean from Rancho Cucamonga. Sean from where? Rancho Cucamonga, California. Rancho Cucamonga. Isn't that where the workaholics are from? Is it? Yeah, I've only seen that show like three times. I hear it's good. Who's your favorite workaholic? Which one? Who? Okay, this is a question. Number one, who's okay. your favorite workaholic and which workaholic are you? One at a time. Okay. I've got to be, okay, so my favorite is Adam Devine just by default, because I know who he is. Okay. Who's <laughs> your favorite? 
Um, which one yeah, are you? Are you Darius? Are I, guess you Darius? I, I guess I'm the, the one with the long hair. You so sound like name Blake. Oh, Blake. You're a Blake? Hmm. I think so. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You're a Blake. I would have pegged you as a Durs. I could be a Durs, too. Mm-hmm. The other guy. <laughs> so what can I do for you, young man? Hey, um, I just wanted to say Steven Universe is the best show on TV. Man. Oh, that's sweetie to say. It's a cartoon I, mean, I do a voice on. Very proud to be a, uh, to be an actor on that. That music episode last week was beautiful. Yeah, it was something else. I mean, I I'm 24 and I cried. Yeah, because it was touching. <laughs> I'm singing songs. Yeah. I'm doing the, the whole thing. We got it's a whole it's a whole big deal. You gotta uh, check it out. You got a lovely singing voice, Tom. I gotta say. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. Okay, um, so I called, uh, I wanted to help you clear up the pronunciation of Pokemon. Pokemon? What? What about Yeah, um, so, I feel like, uh, just everyone who's an adult in 1998 says Pokemon, right? Yeah. I think it's because, like, that was the tipping point of the, the you know, the anime invasion, right? Mm-hmm. Adults didn't know how to reference pronouncing Japanese words then, but kids absorbed it like sponges. And so how do you say it? So, I mean, I say Pokemon. Okay, well, just, but, I say Pokemon. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me see if I can explain. So, it's like, it's, it's a Japanese word, right? But it yeah, comes it means pocket English monster. Words. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pokemon. Then like a, yeah, yeah. It's, it comes from uh, four Japanese characters. Pokemon. There's like a K there. It's not a restriction. You know, you pronounce it however you want, you know? Yeah. But there's a reason there's an apostrophe over the E in the logo. Have you ever noticed that? What is this, Pokemon uh, Trivia Night? <laughs> well, I, I, just, I just thought I'd help out because I noticed in the last two episodes you were, you were kind of curious. Oh, I'm not curious at all. <laughs> not bad. I'm, I'm just talking about it a lot. Got it. Yeah, so, I don't know. So I, I said Pokemon because I'm American or whatever, but, you know, I hear a lot of the Oh, so I'm not an American now. Oh, I like this. I'm oh, not an American. American now. Why? Because I say Pokemon... I guess no, I'm less oh American than you. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're just an adult. <laughs> I'm just an adult. How old are you? I'm 24. Yeah, you're an adult too. I, sorry. I was a kid in 1998. Yeah, well, you're an adult now. Yeah, I guess so. Don't know what to tell you, bro. You're an adult. <laughs> you, well, talk, you talk about me like, look, I'm 68 years old. <laughs> but why, what's that so funny? I mean, you're 68, right? Yeah. That's not funny at all. Sorry. No, why? But you're you're hooting it up over there. My bad. I, uh, well, you got a little party because you. I was 24 once. I remember what that was like. Oh really? Yes, I remember. Nice. What was it like? It was 44 years ago. I remember what that was like. Uh, <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah, pretty great. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I was seeing fine. Serpico. I remember waiting really? online to see Serpico. Wow, I'm kind of jealous, man. Those were the days. Those were the days. We had Serpico, and you've got <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. I got Pokemon. I'll do the song. I can do the song. I can help you sing. All right, you start it off. All right. Uh, I want... 201. Three three two three four eight four. There's only one singer on this show, son, and you're listening to him talk right now. 
Pokemon. Guy gonna put me down, Pokemon. The topic tonight on the best show is. The worst decisions made by otherwise smart people. Any come to mind, Mike? Best show. Hi, Tom. Uh, this is Carolyn in Brooklyn calling. Carolyn or Caroline? Caroline. Caroline. How are you, Caroline? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. So I have a bad decision for the topic. What is it? The film Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. The, you know, big biggest box office grossing movie uh, in recent memory. Yes. By the MGM studio mm-hmm. because they had no desire to make a Civil War movie. Mm-hmm. And then David O'Selznick snapped it up and he took it all the way to the bank. So somebody said, we're not going to make that. Who, exactly. who didn't make it? MGM. So MGM. It was, uh, Irving Thalberg. So Irving Thalberg is the otherwise smart person who said, pass. Yes. And, they made a lot of really smart decisions with mm, movies, but, you know. Well, that's what puts him in the otherwise intelligent person category. Precisely. It's hard with that stuff, though. You know what I mean? It's hard to pick the right thing. It's all to, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know what I mean? Hindsight's, but still, that's a big one. You know what's another big one is, uh, like E.T. Remember E.T.? The movie E.T.? Yes. There was a point where I forget which studio passed on E.T. It might have been Columbia passed on E.T. because they were like, we have Starman coming out with Jeff Bridges. <laughs> And they're like, we don't need two of those. We have one already. Starman. So they passed on. And they're so similar too, you know. Well, they must be thinking, yeah, it's a thing, comes down from space, hangs out with humans. I guess on paper it's similar, right? And at that point, Steven Spielberg just had his, his first flop. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. 1941. Big flop. So people are like, now now it's so easy to look and be like, oh, it's Steven Spielberg. You make anything uh, with Steven Spielberg. Back then it's like, man, he made Jaws and then Close Encounters. He just flopped with 1941. And boy, were they sorry when E.T. took America by storm. Yes, when that little weirdo went... How's it going? What's the E.T. music? That E.T. I got it. You could not pay me. You'd have to pay me 300 bucks to watch E.T. again. 
you know what? What's that? Funny that What's you that? Just, like, I can't hear that. Voice. Your voice is getting a little robotic. Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, all right. Can you hear me all right? I can. Now I can. Perfect. Now you So like... last week for... Unpo- Hello? Go ahead. Go ahead. Cool. So last week for Unpopular Opinions, I wanted to call and express my distaste with the film E.T. And it's an uh, unpopular opinion because so many people love that movie. You don't like E.T. And okay, I understand why It's worse than ever now. Your phone's worse than ever. Because I remember I saw E.T. It was my 50th birthday. I went and saw E.T. That was some show. E.T., uh, the picture show. Then we went to a pizza parlor afterwards. <laughs> right? Did they have, like, the purple and uh, an orange drink, like, churning in a plastic uh, dispenser? Purple and orange. What do you like? What do you mean? Like cough syrup? It's like a soda that you can get at certain pizza parlors. Ah, you little. You just ask them and they pour a little cough syrup in for you, huh? Is that what you're saying? Certain pizza parlors can provide that service. Yeah, well, Houston pizza parlors, right? Yeah. Right. Or uh, I'd like uh, two slices and a uh, a diet coke chopped and screwed. <laughs> A little lean with your grandma slice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with my grandma slice. Yes. What else is going on? What are you doing this summer? Um, this summer I'm going camping at Floyd Bennett Field in Queens nice. and working Wait. on a couple of posters. Camping? Camping in Queens? Is that really camping? Oh, yeah. I, you can go camping in Queens. No, you can go camping anywhere. Doesn't mean it's camping. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, if you sleep in your car, you're technically camping. But this yes. is like, we do it with tents and stuff. Exactly. Your car is is a mobile tent. It's got better amenities than most tents that I've slept in, actually. Your car? Yeah, I'd rather sleep in a car than a tent, but here I am sleeping in a tent in Queens in two weeks. You know what happens to me sometimes in a car if I fall asleep? And I'm sitting in the driver's seat, and the car's like stopped, right? The car's stopped. Uh huh. Like I'm not, I'm not sleeping at a red light. Car's stopped. I'll wake up, and I'm behind the wheel, and a car's like parked, and it, like you see a car in front of you that's also parked on the street in front of you. It seems like you're about to crash into the farther parked car. They go ah. <laughs> like I, I've, that's happened to me so many times. I've woken up. And I'm like, do you um do you do a fair amount of car sleeping like on the road and stuff? I try not to. Yeah, I've done it. You do it by necessity, but uh, I, it's not it's not ideal. Yeah, you're above that. I think. Oh, I am most certainly not above it. Well, I mean, you know, you deserve to be. Oh, do I deserve environment with proper, you know? Yeah, I certainly do deserve it. Am I out of that? No. Yeah. Probably be sleeping in my car. uh, Probably grab a a quick nap in my car tonight. Well, I think I think a car nap, you know, is kind of like it's like classic American, you know, a little utilitarian, like have a little drive through and like fall asleep to the sounds of your engine cooling down, but. 
you're like sleeping for hours in the car, mm-hmm. we should we should do an Indiegogo to get you like a Motel Six pass or something if you're really in a bind. <sighs> That's true, but I also don't want. Uh, I also these these, these Motel Six things. I uh, I stayed in in a, in a in a place with the door on the. I'm so I I feel like if I'm past anything, I'd like to be past motels, but I'm not. It scares mm-hmm. me to have that one door separating me from from anyone just kicking it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll be I'll be literally trying to, any weirdo. Yeah, I'll be trying to sleep suddenly. Boom. Good boots. I mean, gives it a good boot kick. Flies open, right? Sends the like send, Barton Fink. Yeah, like Barton Fink or like uh, or like uh, Anton Churg, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anton Churg seems Shucks, like he there's a name I haven't heard in a while. Now, right? Do you know who was supposed to play Anton Churg originally? Who? Father John Misty. <laughs> I was just talking about him at a vegan diner. Don't judge. <laughs> It wasn't that my is, choice. I have to just say, it's not hard to guess whether you live in a city or not. I was just talking uh-huh, about yeah. Father John Misty at a vegan diner. That's like <laughs> no. a that's like a parody of that's like somebody who hates New York doing a character. I, I had an afternoon today that was everything that people hate about New York, and I'm I'm more than a little ashamed. Let's hear it. Father John Misty, by the way, passed. I'm looking here at uh, Pitchfork. He passed on. He says Chipotle offered him two hundred fifty thousand dollars to cover the Backstreet Boys. Oh, they should have just bought him. Must a be nice. You know what would have been nice instead of that. I'll spring to get him just a couple burritos so he can't re, uh, flap his lips anymore. You know what I mean? He got food in his mouth. Yeah. You know about this whole Rose Crystal Mishigas, right? What's that now? This, oh, this is, I mean, this is the, the, like, ultimate L.A. New Age scandal, is that Father John Misty stole, like, a Rose Quartz Crystal from some, like, oh. crazy hippie lady who runs a juice place, and now she's putting hexes on him, and mm-hmm. that's what passes for news in Los Angeles right now. Yeah, I heard something about that, that he, like... <sighs> Really, we can't. If you're if you're gonna go do that, go 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 uh, go go pass out sandwiches to hungry people. Thank you. Bring right. some of that juice down to Skid Row. Yeah. Go build a barn for somebody, right? Yeah. Do something. Thank you. I agree. And look, that guy seems all right. Wait, does he? Is he all right? I don't know. I think he's a schmuck, personally, but he seems all right. He seems like a character. The world needs characters, right? Yeah, he's just trying to do him, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's just trying to do him. I'm going to let him go. I'm I'm all about, you know what I'm all about now? Tomnesty. Tomnesty? Tomnesty? Yes. Is that like mindfulness? Tomfulness? Well, it's like it's like tomfulness, but it's it's my version of amnesty and I'm just trying to extend uh that to others and uh if if there's a way to move past things i'm ready to mo- i'm willing to move past that i want uh father john misty uh el cabong and me with his uh with his guitar now yeah you don't want like a crystal hex on you either that stuff is hard to get rid of well i'm not stealing the the rose <laughs> no of course not 
And why would you? You don't need that kind of stuff. You, you make your own magic. Misty's Eleven. What about that as a, a movie? Ugh. A caper movie. Where they rob like a Dreamcatcher store? Father John Misty, Bon Iver, uh the <laughs> Lumineers, Mumford, and Two of the Sons. Right? Uh, hey! What's his name? Hey! Yeah? Hey! What's that song? I belong to you. You belong to me. Here it is. That's like a Panera Bread type song. I belong to you. You belong to me. Tom, uh, your soup's ready. Tom. Misty's 11. They break in to, to re-steal the rose, right? Yeah. He returns it. Then he's like, we're, like, we're going back in. You need, like, an old hippie in there who's been robbing other hippies forever, but he's got, like, one last job in him. Yeah, we maybe put, like, uh, Dan Fogelberg in also, right? Oh. Get him in, or Garfunkel, all the singer dudes, get them all in. First. All right, I'm going to, I'm you you are, I'm going to say this, you are a five-star caller. You call oh, anytime thank you, you want. You call anytime you want. I hope you have a great time camping in Queens. Um. <laughs> What's it like to be laying in your tent and then you hear the subway? What's that? What's that like? It's it's far from the subway. It's it's at Floyd Bennett Field, which is New York's first airport. So okay, it's so not what's it like to any public transportation? Then what's it like to be there and then somebody's landing a helicopter above your tent? It's kind of fun. A lot of like drones and RC cars, and you get people drag racing. So you hear like. Sun, sun mixed use area. Mark Cost Sun Kill Moon is also going to be in the uh, Misty's Eleven, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. That maniac. That okay. guy's a creeper for real. No, I, look, I'm not going to call anybody a creeper uh, for real or for or for false. I don't know. That could be uh, could be uh, Mother Teresa Jr. For all I know, I got no idea. Sure. I don't know what he's like as a person. I mean, his output is creepy, but that's yeah, cool. That's a yeah, that's, that's an aesthetic sure. that people dig, you know. You ever hear you ever hear Mike's song, Michael Perry? I love Michael Perry. Yeah, Mike Mike invalidated that dude with one song. Yeah, that it's dude. a testament to Mike's yeah. genius too that he could do it that way. That dude's hammering a for sale sign in his yard because <laughs> Mike comes along. Yeah, he's packing it in. It's a testament to Mike's genius. I'm not. I'm letting that one go. By the way, I'm not. I, I refuse to to discuss that, although apparently I am Too right much. now. All right. Well, you have a great time and have a great summer. You call any time you want. Thanks, Tom. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Bye. Best show. Uh, I have an ET-related bad decision. Okay. Well, to whom am I speaking, firstly? Oh, sorry. This is Paige from Los Angeles. Paige. From Los Angeles. What part of Los Angeles are you in? Uh, I'm kind of by downtown. By downtown. So you're by the Staples Center. Yes, I am by the Staples Center. So what's going on, Paige? So uh, you know how in the movie he, he was eating Reese's peanut butter cups? Well, P Reese's pieces, not peanut butter cups. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, pieces. So I'm allergic to peanut butter. I don't really uh, focus on that. But I know of a bad mistake about 
that they offered that place to M&M's, mm-hmm. and M&M said no, and Reese's made a lot of money after that. But, yeah, yeah. Nobody knew what Reese's. I remember it was it was I was fifty years old and I was like, "What are these Reese's pieces?" Yeah, and the and then mistake right there. I'll say this though: you've never had a Reese's pieces because you're allergic to peanuts. Yes, definitely allergic. You you're not missing much. Don't worry. Okay, good. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. What's your, fav- what's your, what's your favorite snack, Paige? Favorite snack? Um, I really like Hava corn chips. Mmm, so like you like salty. Sauce. You like you like savory mm-hmm. stuff, not sweet stuff. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a sweet person. I do like chocolate, but like dark chocolate. Mmm. Not me, man. I love it. The sweeter, the better. Into candy. Driving in here, um, I had two of those pixie sticks. The long oh ones. Oh, man. The long ones. And then I had some, uh, then I had some Sour Patch Kids. Then I had some. Oh, my uh, favorite movie theater tape. candy, though, is like Milk Duds and Junior Mints. Oh, that's good. Milk Duds. Yeah. Milk Duds are. They're number one. The dentist's best friend, the milk dud. The filling uh, ripper, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm unfamiliar. You're unfamiliar with how sticky milk duds are? Were you just oh, swallowing I, them? I misheard you. I, I misheard you. <laughs> Were you just tossing them down your throat like they're aspirin? Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> you should try chewing them sometime, Paige. There's, there's a... Uh, there's flavor and, and all sorts of sensations you'll get. Don't just pop them. Uh, this, uh, man, I've been eating them wrong the whole time. Yeah, you've just been throwing oh, them. You've just been throwing them down your throat. Like, yeah, I'm you done know, with. I, I consider myself an otherwise smart person, and I would I would say that's a poor decision on my behalf. Ah, you looped it around. You looped it around. I love it. Thank you. Anything else going on, Paige? Um, I had a bad dream recently that I called the best show, and it was not a great call. And my boyfriend told me to stop calling the best show. Wait, your boyfriend told you to stop calling because what happened? In, you called in, and it was in a my less... dream. I, oh. I called and I did a bad call in but my dream. And in, then he... So in your dream, your boyfriend told you not to call? Yeah, not in real life. Okay, because I didn't want to hear that. I was going to tell oh, this no, guy no, no, that. No. He's gonna tell him to jump in a lake. Oh no, no, no. he's he's a nice guy. It was, a, it was a bad dream. So what happened in the dream? You called and it did not go well, and then well, it was really weird. I know explaining dreams usually sucks, so just feel free to cut me off whenever. But uh, it was like it was a video call, and my friends and I were wearing snuggies and just kind of wiggling around, and you didn't like it. Are you sure this wasn't wasn't just like you foreseeing the future? Because <laughs> oh, man, I would not like cool. that. I would not like that. If that happened, <laughs> I'm not into I would not be into it. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't recommend opening up video calls to your show. No, no video calls and no one talking about Snuggies? You were talking about Snuggies? Yeah, I was wearing a Snuggie and mm-hmm. kind of wiggling around in a Snuggie 
my friend, he was also wearing a snuggly, a snuggie, and uh, you were you were unhappy about the situation. I'm not anti-snuggie. I gotta say, I'm not anti-snuggie. Yeah, they're pretty great. I have a, a Brookstone version of a snuggie. It's called a comfy. I it's really good in the winter. Do you in know the cold LA winters? Do you know what? Yeah, exactly. When it goes to when it goes to sixty-six degrees. Yes, <laughs> the the mid sixties. Yeah, do you know what's good about snuggies? Is the warmth? You know what's not good? Running in them. Oh no, not at all. They're all made for running. In the commercials, they're eating popcorn on the couch, changing the TV channel. What about a snuggie for for those of us who are on the go? What about that? Uh, Where, pajamas. Where's our snuggie? Uh, yeah, I guess those are just called pajamas, right? Yeah, yeah, pajamas. <laughs> more more form fitting snuggies are just pajamas. You're right. Yes. Now, I say pajamas, but a lot of young folk, I hear them say pajamas. What did I say? You said pajamas. I don't know if it's a thing like Pokemon. Yeah, I said Pokemon. I don't know what that guy earlier was yeah, talking about. I'm 22. So I was, I was definitely a kid in 98. I say Pokemon. That guy was driving me up the wall. Look, he seemed like a very nice guy. But he's putting me on the spot with this Pokemon thing as if uh, I'm some fossil because I say Pokemon. <laughs> Come on, kid. Tighten hey, it up. Hey, teach their own. Right? Each one, teach one. The words of right. Oneida. You have a great night. Thank you. You too. Bye. Look into the light, 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 light. Best show. Hey, I uh, have an idea for the topic. Well, first of all, to, to whom am I speaking? This is Ryan from Rochester. Ryan from Rochester. What's up, Ryan? Oh, well, I'm a little bit tired from driving cross-country recently, but other than that, Doing well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I ha- so I was thinking mm-hmm. about Andy Warhol, and uh, as possibly one of these smartest people who made a bad decision, and thinking about his decision to pass up the feminist playwright Valerie Solanas. Uh, she gave him a play in like the late sixties, as you probably know. Uh, called up your, yeah, uh, that's yeah. a bad word. So what? So uh, yeah. And then she shot him. And then she shot him. Yeah, she shot him. Uh, but I don't know. I don't want to necessarily. You know, I think you can say maybe that was the reason. Maybe I don't know. Maybe she was a little unstable. But I happen to I'm going to say anyone. More... I'm going to say anyone who shoots someone else in a situation <laughs> like that. It probably comes from larger issues rather than. You rejected my play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that's like, I would feel pretty burnt if, if I gave someone a play and they were just like, hey, you know what you're doing last, to me yeah. right now? You know what you're doing? You're forcing me to stay on the line with you. This is a threat. I got to keep you on forever. <laughs> is that what this is? You're threatening me? Subtle. Subtle. But I think. Subtle. Real so Yeah, real subtle. <laughs> As subtle um, as a mallet. <laughs> so why were you driving across the country, Ryan? Oh, uh, I was 
I was helping my brother move. Actually, mm-hmm. I uh, he he had a he had a well, it was a crazy uh, thing that happened. They have a they have an au pair. He and his family have an au pair. Um, is this going to be boring or interesting? It could be. It could be super boring. Uh, but hey, I don't before know. you go forward, I'm going to yeah. give you five. I'm give you ten seconds to ask yourself, just in quiet, whether this is going to be boring okay. or interesting, and whether you should go forward with it. And if it's if you determine it's going to be ten minute, ten seconds of silence, and then when it's over, you're going to either say. And here's the rest of my story, Tom. That's if you determine that it's good. And if you determine it's not good, you're going to go, well, anyway, have a great summer, Tom. And go. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Tom, I, uh, I hope you have a great summer. You too, Ryan. Uh, take care. Okay, bye. Bye. See, that's how you handle it. You like that, Mike? With class. You could learn a thing or two from me. Can you shut the air off, please? I feel like I'm an ice cube on an ice cube tray. Best show. Uh, yeah, it's Bucky from Peoria. Bucky from Peoria. What's up, Bucky? I got a, I got a couple for the topic. Okay. What do you, give me uh, one. Give me your best one, Bucky. Give me the best one. All right. Well, I mean, number one, my, my girlfriend, uh, just because she dates me. Made a bad decision. Yeah. Otherwise, well, smart. To, yeah, she's very smart. She mm-hmm. committed to a bad decision. Well, why would you say that about yourself? What is that? I mean, why would you put yourself I'm, down like that, Bucky? First of all, is Bucky your 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 actual first name, or is that like a a, a family nickname? It, yeah, it's a it's a it's a deep rooted family name. My, my my original name, my birth certificate says Robert. That's fine. Look, I'm not prying, but I just want to make. So you well, it, you like Buc- Bucky was when you were a kid? Um, I mean, it's not a great story, but I'm I'm from Texas. I'm from Beaumont, Texas, originally, and uh, my my parents are very Texas kind of people. Mm-hmm. And when my uh, I don't know, I was when I was like eight months in the womb, I kicked hard enough that uh, I like broke my mom's rib. So, so that's why I call you Bucky. Texas, yeah, I bucked. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a great story. Right, well, look, it's fine. So don't put yourself down like that, though. You, you, look, if you're if you're a bad if you're a bad uh, boyfriend and and you're gonna uh, you're a bad fit, then I, I hope I hope she throws you out. That's but, fair. I, I, I but if you're not that. and you're just picking on yourself, stop picking on yourself. She doesn't want to hear that either. You don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. She doesn't want to hear it. Well, I, I appreciate that. Good advice, sir. I, I appreciate that very much, sir. Well, of course. Well, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Tom. So, what do you think of this whole comic? You didn't go to Comic Con, did you? I I did not go to Comic Con. I missed it this year. Maybe next year, though. Have you ever been to Comic Con before? I haven't been to Comic Con. I really want to. Um, 
I, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a goal. I want to dress as the Jared Leto Joker. Mm-hmm. I feel like I really identify Look, with with that portrayal. It, the movie's not out yet. How do you know I, you? How do you know you identify with it? Well, I mean, the you know, the trailers are good, and the, like, in the stories trailer, on in the set. trailer for nine seconds. You identify yeah, with it. He's all like, "I'm, I'm the Joker," and I, I really identify with that. Okay, well, you've you've got other Jokers you can identify with too. Well, I mean, I aspire to be the Jack Nicholson Joker, but I don't have that level of class. Remember, I told you I went to a comic book uh, convention a few weeks ago, and then uh, Z Man, this guy Z Man, he's the uh, the owner of Wally Wacky Man. I'm familiar. He, uh, he, he. I, met, I ran into him there. Well, actually, I, I, I met him there. I'm not going to put him down. He's a, he's a good guy. Z-Man. As far as I remember, he followed you in his car. So yeah, but I, I I'm, I'm backing <laughs> off that story. Yeah, he actually told me about it, and I, I went and saw him there. I'm going to soften that. Fair That's Tomnesty. That's more Tomnesty. You hear that, Z-Man? More Tomnesty coming your way. So. There was a Jack Nicholson Joker walking around at that thing, but it was like he was he was just wearing a, a mask, like not his face painted like the Joker. Okay, it was just like like he was trick or treating or something. <laughs> like he just put a mask on. And I'll say this. This Batman, this, this, the, 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 remember when that Tim Burton Batman came out and everybody's like, oh, so edgy. The, the Joker, it's, it's not like, it's not like, uh, Caesar, Caesar Milan, who was the previous Joker. Remember that guy, the sure. last Joker was nothing. He was not, this is a different Joker. This is a scary Joker. Now you look, that's the dumbest Joker you ever saw in your life. Makes you a, Wish for the days of Caesar Milan as Joker. Now, then they get this, uh, what's his face as the next Joker? What was that guy's name? Ryan Gosling? No, sorry. No, what was his name? Heath Ledger. Then he would, then suddenly he's the Joker. Then all of a sudden it's like, suddenly it's like, well, this guy's the real Joker. It makes Jack Nicholson's Joker look like nothing. Right? Now we got this. Dark. Now we got this Jared Leto Joker, who's got like a tattoo on his forehead. He looks like an Ed Hardy Joker, right? Because <laughs> that's what the Joker would be like. He'd be like a, he'd be wearing Ed Hardy and stuff like that. Look out! I got a bomb filled with Axe body spray, right? Of course. <laughs> So then, makes this make you know what this makes me wonder. Twenty years from now, yeah, what's next? Who the bleep is going to be that Joker? Right? How scary is that person going to be? Right now, there's some creep. There's some nine-year-old creep who's spooking everyone out. Joker in training. It's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be one of the kids from Stranger Things. Look, don't ruin that for me. I've seen a couple episodes of it. I don't want you spoiling it for me. Oh, of course. 
I'll, I'll, can I spoil one thing? One no! Of the kids the Joker. I said one don't spoil anything. You're like, can I spoil one thing? <laughs> no! Sorry, Tom. Yeah, you should be. Your girlfriend, maybe, maybe you, maybe I wasn't, I was wrong saying that you're all right and you shouldn't beat yourself up. Maybe you're not beating yourself hard enough. Fair enough. Just Joker, though, right? Yeah. Look, I <laughs> said, character. I said a year ago, I could not wait for this Suicide Squad movie. Now it's going to be the, the, now everybody's all excited. I, now I got to sit with every other dimwit when I go see this thing. I gotta sit in a theater with every other dimwit. They should have non-dimwit screenings. Um, I, I, I do, I do think it'll be similar to your Star Wars experience. No, I think You'll it'll be similar in. to my Deadpool experience where I was, <laughs> I had a feeling somebody was gonna mow me down in that theater. That was a bad vibe, man. In that theater. <laughs> Well, God be with you, Tom. I, I, I hope you enjoy the film. I want a private screening of Suicide Squad in IMAX 2D. I don't want 3 This 3D also. What is it? Is it 3D? What do you think is it 3D? Everything's 3D. Tickled was in 3D. Now they make everything 3D. <laughs> Tickled in IMAX know, I... 3D. <laughs> Right. Jane O'Brien popping out of the screen. So, Daniel. look, I'll see this thing. This uh, I want to see the Suicide Squad. I said I wanted to see it. And now it's uh, it looks it looks like it's going to actually be something other people want to see, too. Look, it's not like I'm picking some movie out of the pile that nobody. It's a $200 million movie. It's an art house film. Yeah, it's actually, look, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not picking some Croatian movie. And suddenly everybody wants to go see it. Some no, it's a dumb superhero thing. But I want to see it without without just feeling feeling like I'm 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 gonna just be in a theater with mutants. You know what I mean? Well, I mean David Ayer, right? David Ayer knows the streets. All right, calm down, calm down with the with your what, what are you, David Spade? With the Hollywood inside zingers. I apologize again. <laughs> Man, you are. How long have you been with uh, this girlfriend of yours? Um, we're going on almost four years. Is she we there? Got a kid. Is we she got a one-year-old. She she just went inside. We're, we were out in the porch, and she went inside. I think she's got a she got an early job thing. So yeah. I mean, I could probably get her. You, nah, she, don't worry. Don't bother. I don't want. To bother. I don't. <laughs> she's already got it hard enough. With you and your inside Hollywood wide, like you're, what are you, Sandy Kenyon Jr.? Yeah, right? she, she hates that I'm Sandy Kenyon Jr. Like she hates the, that. You're the second, it's like the second coming of Nellie Andreeva. Yeah, she's not a fan. So look, I want to see this thing. And I was watching Conan. You ever see Conan, the show Conan, Conan O'Brien, right? I was watching that. Sure, the two. The TBS original and series. He, and he goes, like, live from Comic-Con, right? Not live. Well, I guess, like, these entitled nerds that they cater everything to, it's like they they, they, they pick up stakes and, and bring their show down to, to, the, to Comic-Con, right? Sure. 
then they got to do a thing where they're every joke has to be about the, the superhero, right? It's like every joke now has to be about uh, you know uh, the Doctor Doom. These poor writers now have to write everything has to be about uh, about a uh, uh, Django Fett or uh, or Doc Octopus or who who knows what, right? These nerds. <laughs> then they're like, "Hey, we're going to bring out the entire cast of Suicide Squad." One more. Oh, don't worry. We're all giving you free dolls. We all got free dolls. We're giving you at the end of the night. There's free dolls. What? It, what the catering? I. I so we, it's time for a rollback. It's time for a nerd entitlement rollback. They should do this Conan show next year, right? From the thing, okay. it needs the theater be packed with nerds, right? Okay. And then they'll be like, all right, guess who we have on the show tonight? Author of a new book about George Plimpton. He's here. <laughs> Got a guy who wrote a book about George Plimpton, and that's it. <laughs> These nerds. These nerds are taking over. They took over. They are taking over. They took over. They They run everything. These nerds. It's time for nerd rollback. You have a great night. I, I, I'm done with you. You snooze. Best mm-hmm. show. Hello. Hi. Wow. Hi. Uh, what's your name again? Best show. Hello. My- Hello. Hey, Tom. How are you? There we go. Heave ho. Three in a row. Uh, is this who I think it is? Yeah, this is Avalanche Bob. Avalanche Bob? To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Tom, I'm calling to tell you about the show. If you want to go, it will be at Victoria Congregational Church at uh, 14464 87th Avenue, Jamaica, New York. What day? What day? Victoria Congregational Church at 144 84 what, 87th Avenue. What day? Jamaica, what day? New York. 87th Avenue? Yeah, in Jamaica, Queens. And what day is it? That will be Friday, I mean Saturday at 5 o'clock. And our band is going to be there and they're going to show my movie, oh, my documentary movie. Oh, I can't. This, you got to be kidding me. I can't. This Saturday is... I'm doing Pat Burns live show. Oh, okay, that's fine, Tom. Can I send? Can I send in somebody to represent the show as an ambassador? Of course, Tom. Well, I'm going to see who I can send. I might send Mike. Okay. Mike, do you know where 87th Avenue is? Well, you're going to find out. We're going to rock down to 87th Avenue. Avalanche <laughs> Bob's movie. So tell yeah. me, Avalanche Bob. Yeah. Bad Guy Zero, who's a, a friend of the show, he's saying he wants to know, is it possible for you to yodel the information for this uh, screening? Rock down, dop down, little lady dop. So important music to take it to the top. 14044, 84th, 87th Avenue. We're gonna rock. And I'm, I'm there to tell you. 
Keep going. Keep going. You can do it. <laughs> Keep going. Let's do a little. Let's do. Uh, let's do some. Uh, another jam. People loved when we jammed together. Okay. So I'm going to sing a song, but you give me the back to it. Okay. You give me the. Just do your thing. Do your avalanche, Bob. Do that. Okay. And I'm going to sing over the top of it. Oh, why not? Here we go. It's been one week since you looked at me. Go. Crossed my head to the side and said, I'm angry. Five days since I laughed at you. Said, come back together. Come back and see me. Oh, man, I don't watch your hood wink. To make you stop think. You're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish because I like the shell. Because they never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi because I bust rhymes. The goggly and rhymes. Because I'm all about value. Bert Camfer got the mad hits. Trying to make... Go! Okay, we're done. We're done. Look. I hope everybody okay. has the greatest time at the screening. Congratulations on your movie. Tom, you want to hear a song? I just did. I mean, you want to hear one of my songs? I thought I just, I just did also. Take, Give me a quick, a, quick, a quick one. A quick one. It's quick. Not, okay, a quick one? Quick. Okay. We're the chairman of the new rocker, new rocker. We're the latest sensation. Fucking on the lady, lady, yo. Chairman of the new rocker, new rocker. We're snowboard nation. Chairman of the new rocker, new rocker. We don't take no aggravation. Fucking on the lady, lady, yo. Chairman of the new rocker, new rocker. We're snowboard nation. A screaming eagle across the sky. Out on a snowboard for tea. Let me check the body down. We just want to be free. Chairman of the new rocker, new rocker. We're the latest sensation, China. We're the latest sensation, Japan. All everywhere. We're the drivers of the new rocker. We're snowboard nation. Rocker, nigga, fucker, rocker, nigga, lady, bop. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's on the album. The album will be out in the end of August. All right. The day that hate died is on. Be on there with a beautiful presentation. All right. And uh, uh, the album's gonna be great, Tom. All right. I love it. I love it. Congratulations on the movie. Love you, man. You're the best. You have, I'm just a mirror, my friend. I'm Tom just Sutherland a, is the best. He's getting out there to meet the test. He's going to get out there and rock the world. Because He's going to get every kind of girl. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, buddy. You too, man. I'm sending you to this thing, Mike. You have no choice in the matter. You're going to this movie. And look, he'll reciprocate. He'll go to the, mo- the movie about you. Well, I don't know if it's a movie as much as it's a, it's a security camera footage. I mean, you could call it. I guess we could put some opening titles on it, right? AP Mike in. Quick check. The movie. AP Mike in. Bayonne quick check. Hey, I'd like to get a, uh, I'd like to get a, sl- a sloppy joe, please. And how much are these hard boiled eggs? They come two to a pack. Best show. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. To whom am I speaking? This is Travis in Portland. Travis in Portland, Maine or Oregon? Oregon. Okay, well, what's going on tonight, Travis? Well, I had one for the topic. Newell, what do you got? 
Well, you know, people that have good, uh, you know, intelligent people. You know, usually intelligent people have good taste. And, and the topic uh, is worst decisions made by smart people. Right, right. So I work at a record store in Portland, mm-hmm. and uh, I was coming back from my uh, lunch break the other day, and I have a coworker who we hired for the summer who's like a teenager. And he's like 19. It's like his first job. Mm-hmm. And there's this bro, like, kind of yelling at him, giving him the business. Not super loud and crazy, but enough to like make me worried because it's like a 19 year old. And uh, in the, the store, there's a guy yelling yeah, at in, him in the store. In the store, at the counter. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I go over to see what's going on. And uh, he's berating him because my teenage coworker doesn't know that the best show is a radio show or podcast Mm -hmm. and apparently uh he came in to buy the sharpling and worcester box set and uh couldn't find it you know because it's sold out because you know it came out a while ago and it wouldn't kill kill your store to stock it (laughs) well it's on order it's on order trust me it just it goes quick so um I gotta say, right now, so far, I'm doing nothing but agreeing with the with the guy behind the guy, not the not the worker. Okay, so that's fine, but you know, my my, you know, I tell the guy we can special order it for him, and we have more on order, and it'll be in real soon. And uh, he just bypasses that and just keeps berating my teenage coworker that he doesn't know what the best show is. Okay, I'm still I'm still, like, I mean, still with still with this guy, not with uh, your worker. <laughs> okay, well, do you want me to just give you uh, my coworker? No, keep going. Phone keep, no, no, I don't. Not at all. No, I don't want to talk to this well, kid. And, and so he doesn't know anything about me. I don't want to know about him. <laughs> my coworker apologizes and is doing the best he can, and this guy is like yelling at him is pretty drunk because um, we our store is across from a bar. Okay. And uh, my coworker is just totally freaking out, <laughs> and the guy just keeps yelling at him and yelling at him and yelling at him. And uh, I, we had some of the stickers from the sticker initiative, and I was holding up. And let me just say, I, hold on. Yeah. The Best Show Sticker Initiative, you mentioned something very interesting. Uh, we're doing this thing that if you have a business and you want to be on the list of Best Show sticker uh, locations, and it's up on, at thebestshow.net. Uh, you can see the list of stores for the sticker initiative. Shoot me an email and we'll send you some stickers and then we'll put your store on the list and people can come in and ask for, uh, best show stickers. Yeah. So we have, we have the stickers and we give them the FOTs and, uh, this guy is so drunk and so belligerent about still, still my with him. coworker not knowing about the best show, mm-hmm. um, that he misses that I'm holding up a sticker trying to give it to him and then mm-hmm. he just storms out. I gotta say, I'm a person of Portland. If you're listening, you drop me a line, my friend. I'm sorry you had to deal with this level of abject incompetence. It's painful that people who should know the show better than they do don't. I understand it completely. I will help you however you need help. And hopefully these nincompoops at this store get that box set in. And we'll sort it out, bro. We'll sort it out. You still there? This guy's gone. He hung up. Hmm. Yeah, no wonder the guy flipped out. 
Email me, person in Portland who blew a gasket because uh, a 19-year-old didn't know everything about the best show. Best show. In all seriousness, let me just say this. Don't be nice to people when you go into a business. Be nice. It, It don't hurt nothing to be nice. Just be nice. Best show, welcome. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. What's your name? Uh, my name is Toronto's Sex Dwarf Alex. Oh, my goodness. It's Toronto's Sex Dwarf Alex. And I want to tell everybody, in case they're not <laughs> sure how you got your name, this is a guy. He's in Toronto, which is a great city. But he's, uh, he's, he's got, a, he's got a, a screw loose, this guy. Right? I think that's a I'm fair not gonna say wrong. What's that? I said I'm not going to say wrong. He went and was breaking up with a, a lady. And he arranged it at the, at the restaurant to have them play the song by Soft Cell, Sex Dwarf. The second he started to lay down his his rap about why he's breaking up, he must have given some sort of signal or something. I don't know what, but when he broke up with this uh, this uh, uh, this person, he had Sex Dwarf playing, which is one of the the it was by the band Soft Cell, which is a very it's a demented song. It's a sleazy song, right? <laughs> yeah. So, from now on, because of that, you have been forever cursed. And you have to identify yourself as Toronto's Sex Dwarf Alex when you call this show. It's true. So, go ahead. What's up? Well, what's going on? Oh, Toronto's you know, it's, just, uh, it's been a while. I thought I would call, say hi, catch the show. My... Uh, my ability to listen to the show is limited for the last little while, so I had to get things back in line and checking it out tonight. Well, you can listen to the to the uh, podcast. Oh yeah, no, I do, but it's hard to call into a, a podcast of a show that's already happened. Uh, it would be a little more than hard. It would be uh, impossible, uh-huh. or just at least frustrating. You can call all you want; nobody's picking up, and if they no. do, they're not me, and you're not on the air. Does anybody else use that studio when you're not using it? Yes. Okay. We have, uh, I do motivational, uh, I engineer engin- uh, people who do motivational talks and whatnot. Oh. Like Tony Robbins, he's in training, we do. Sure, sure. Maybe I should get into that. Maybe that's what I should be doing, right? It's a good racket, you know. I actually work for a company that books people who do those kind of talks. I could clean up with that, right? Yeah, it's crazy. People make money hand over fist. You just got to go and run around stage and kind of sweat and yell at people. Let me just say this. <laughs> to go back to the comic book talk, Comic-Con, we didn't, uh, we, uh, they, they, the, con, the one in San Diego happened. There's one in New York, Nadudio, God bless him. He, right now he's seeing Radiohead, uh, Dudio Head, right? <laughs> What? He's seeing Radiohead tonight, Dudio. Oh, he's seeing Radiohead tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
he contacted the New York Comic Con to see about getting press credentials for me and and him and a, maybe I don't know who else here to just inter- do interviews and whatnot at the thing. And you know what? Sure. We got turned down. We got turned down. I got an email uh, t- about two weeks ago saying your request for credentials has been rejected. And I can't bring myself to tell this guy. He's going to, poor little dudio is going to ball his eyes out. I don't even know how to break it to this guy. It, it, that just seems so, I feel like these kind way. of things. By the way, I'm breaking like... it to him this way. He's going to hear it on the show. So go ahead now. What's that now? Oh, no, I was just going to say that I feel like these, like Comic-Con or any of these kind of like fan expo, whatever, like, are the are the press passes in such high, like, I understand that they're in high demand, but I also feel like, aren't they just handing it out to every person who has, a, like, a Twitter account? It's like, well, yeah, just kind yeah. of, like, what credentials do you need to report on a Comic-Con? Well, first of all, what, we probably would have gone if it, this show would have been called the Superhero Zone or some thing like yeah. that, right? There's, I, I hear these radio shows, I got this serious uh, satellite subscription, right? I got this thing, right? I got yeah, it in my yeah. car. Now listen to these shows. I, there's good shows on it, like, uh, you know, my friend, uh, Bennington. You know that show? Bennington. Like, they do that show, my friend Gail. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. That's a great show. But I hear sure. these other shows, and one, one's worse than the next on these things. But those guys, they all get their credentials. We're back on the island. The island don't get nothing. When when do you when is the New York Comic Con? I don't know October. Oh look, you couldn't. They couldn't pay me. They couldn't pay me to walk through that door now. No, no, okay, but I'll tell me. I'll tell you this. First of all, anyone from New York Comic Con listening to this, a shame, shame on your head. <laughs> I put a shame on your head. A shame on your head that'll last a thousand years. A pox on their families. I didn't say a pox. I said a shame. Sorry, I'm no, putting no a disease, shame I'm on their head that lasts a thousand years. You don't want me and and my my crew with your thing. A shame. And what? What we? What we? You 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 couldn't pay me to go into that thing now. I'm telling you right now, you're gonna want me. You're gonna want me, Comic Con. And I'm gonna slap a number down on a piece of paper, and I don't take one step into that Jacob Javits Center unless you hand me that in cash. Just like a Chuck Berry concert. You put the cash in my hand, and then I walk in the door. Would you, you take made, a, you made a your check, bet. or would it have you, to be no. like cash in a bag? Hey, what part of, first of all, I'm, I'm not asking for what, how much cash. It doesn't need to be in a bag with the big cartoon dollar sign on the side. <laughs> well, it's a, com- it's a Comic-Con. I would think that's the only way they can pay people. Look, calm, calm down. Toronto sex bore phallics. You couldn't pay me, New York Comic Con. You should be sickened by what you did. You done did it. You done did it, New York Comic Con. I would have gone there with my crew. We would have interviewed people, promoted stuff. Not now, man. Not now. You blew it. Just like at the end of Easy Rider, you blew it. <laughs> What if, can hey, I propose an idea? Hey! 
What 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 are we doing here? You you moving it along? Are you in a rush? You got a you got a. No no no. I was gonna. Can I propose an idea related? What, to you the got a light rail thing. to catch? What do they call the what, what's the transit system in Toronto called? The TTC, the TTC train to catch. What do you got? No, no. Is this a Sloan playing a secret show tonight? You got to go to. I mean, if there is one, I don't know about it. All right, calm down. This is what I'm saying. Comic Con, New York Comic Con. I just, I got. Do you make me sick to my stomach? Another example of why we here are outside looking in. I'm sure you go to that thing. I'm sure the, the roll out the red carpet. I'm sure Jonah Ray is going to go through on a magic carpet flying 10 feet over everybody's head at that thing. <laughs> Not me, man. Thank you, but we've decided to, uh, we've decided to reject your, uh, your, uh, media, uh, request. Well, you know what I'm rejecting? I'm rejecting you! New York Comic Con. I reject you before you can reject us. And don't tell Martin Screlly to call the show. I don't want that. I see somebody on call call the best show. No, I don't want that creep calling. I'm telling you, I'm going to see that thing. There'll be the other podcast. Oh, don't worry, it's a pod. Don't worry, we have. Uh, uh, don't worry, Danny Aiello's here with his podcast. He got press credentials. Danny Aiello's nerd uh, nerd zone or whatever it's called. I want to talk to you all about nerds and comic books. Used to be a little different in my day. You got superheroes. Back in my day, you had the Spectre. Then I did do the right thing. And now I'll tell some Hudson Hawk stories. On my podcast. He's got press credentials. Danny Aiello walking up and down the aisles like uh, a cock of the walk. Strutting, doing his peacock strut. While me and Mike and Dudio and Pat got our faces pressed against the glass. Up a shame on you, New York Comic Con. You gotta pay me to go into that thing. Ever again, you pay me. And I'm gonna take the money and I'm gonna throw it in a trash can. Go ahead. What were you gonna suggest now? Okay, so what if you host a best show event the same weekend, counter program to the New York Comic Con? Like find out whenever the biggest keynote or whatever panel discussion is supposed to happen and have like an all out crazy best show party. Well, Think about how many people not, would be torn between the two. We're not sharing people. The only person we'd be sharing is probably uh, Z-Man and Wally Wacky Man. <laughs> Those two. And uh, know that one of them will go in, to the one and the other will go to the other. Z-Man will be at the, the, the best show live show and then there'll be a purple sack laying in the corner while uh, uh, who, uh, God knows who's on stage talking. Who? Uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro? Stan yeah, I don't know what his next thing is. But Stan probably. Lee, right? Yeah. With J.J. Abrams going to be up there? <laughs> America's leading fan fictionalist? I mean, okay, so there's not a lot of crossover, but it's still you can steal some thunder maybe. You know, show them, have a big event. I don't care. First of all, they would crush us. <laughs> Secondly, I don't care. We tried. Uh-huh. They said no. And so I say to them, 
I'm coming for you. You know what I'm doing? I got some bad breaks this week professionally. I got bad breaks going left, right, every which way. You know what I'm doing, Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex? I'm not taking it lying down anymore. And this is a warning to all of you. All of you. Look, you know the honey badger? That's a little played out, right? That whole honey badger thing. Yeah. But you know what? It isn't. Because I watch this honey badger documentary on Netflix. Over and over. I watch it. I've seen it. And there's this part when the honey badger is in his little cage. Right? You know what he does? What, what's that? Honey badger? And it might be a she. I'm not sure if it's a he or she with this honey badger. Yeah. I don't know. This honey badger digs out of, out of his own pen, right? Yeah. Then digs into, like, the lion's pen. <laughs> why? Why would he go in? You know why? Because he wanted to whip the lion's ass. <laughs> lion's 500 times bigger. This honey badger's just like, yeah, I think it's time for me to mix it up. I'm telling you, I'm going honey badger on all of you. I'm coming after all. It doesn't matter if you're 500 times bigger than me. This show's better than anything any of you rats do. It's better. Look. You know, it reminds me of, uh, you're talking team, about it earlier. Team, you know, Country sh- Troll Ben. Sh- there's a, there's sh- a part with Josh Bowen sh- where sh- he's on the phone with. Get off my phone! Sounded like, uh, like, uh, Brian Cranston there. I'm the one who knocks. And I've gotten emails now from people saying they were listening to, they've seen Brian Cranston act over the last week since I said last week that he sucks. And they're like, yeah, it kind of does suck. It's starting. But I'm telling you this. If you're 500 times bigger than this, I don't care. Your talent, your, your talent is it's 500 times smaller than the best show. What we got going on here. It's a once in a lifetime thing, man. This is Hail Bop. Right? Haley's Comet. All that stuff. Best show. Hi, um, I have a answer for the. You have an answer for the what now? Uh, for the topic of the show. Mm, the, to who, uh, to, well, okay. The... To whom am I speaking? Oh, sorry, you're uh, talking to Colette in Athens. Colette in Athens. Welcome, Colette. How are you? I'm good. How is it in this hot, I'm assuming it's hot down in Athens? Um, It is hot in Athens, uh, but I haven't really experienced much of it today. I just got off of a bus uh, from a vacation, so don't know. So you, I've been in air conditioning all day. You ducked out on the Athens heat. Yeah, yeah, um, by, you know, being in the Chicago heat and the Tennessee heat yes, and all the other right. various heats of the nation. It sounds like you traded different heats. It's hot everywhere, right? I don't, it's I don't, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hot up here. It's so hot up here. It's like you you wake up and it's like somebody dumped a bucket of water on your head. Oh, and it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never experienced New Jersey heat, but I imagine it's... uh it's own kind of miserable. It's rough. It's rough, but it's rough everywhere. So, yeah. What do you have for the topic? Um, so, uh, in my opinion, uh, one of the smartest people who has made the worst decisions is, um, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, the, 
the owner of World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes, yes. Um, the very same. Now, how did Vince McMahon, who is a, what, is he third generation wrestling? Uh, He's uh, second, second, second generation. Okay. So, where, what is the stupid thing, what is the, the, the dumb decision that, that, uh, that Vince McMahon made? In uh, the early 1990s, he decided to launch his own uh, professional bodybuilding federation, uh, <laughs> which failed in like a year and a half. What was that league called? Uh, it was called the World Bodybuilding Federation. Very the um, WBF. F. Yes. Pleasing, pleasing acronym. The WBF. That's a little clunky. My favorite, um, you know, my favorite thing. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I don't. No, no, you uh, got. I want to hear. I want to hear more about the WBF. Yeah, um, I guess like the 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 clever thing was uh, instead of calling like the, them bodybuilders, they called them body stars, which is the other thing that they gave the world. Body stars. Body stars. That I got to learn more about the WBF. You know about the XFL, though, right? I do. Yeah, that's I guess his other big mistake. Yes, where Vince McMahon decided, and I cannot find, I've looked for this, and maybe it's up now, I don't know, maybe I couldn't find it, uh, maybe I'm just as dumb as a box of rocks, I don't know. I was trying to find this uh, audio from his initial press conference for the XFL when he announced it, because he just like, yeah, he was like, they got football, it, it ends in the Super Bowl. And then, this, then there's basketball and hockey, and then baseball is boring. And he's like, over the summer, I want. Where's my football? <laughs> and I remember, I did, yeah, I remember that. I want that press conference, which was one of the funniest. I used to watch those games. Yeah, the, the new the New York New Jersey Hitmen were our team. Yes, uh, quarterback Charles Polari. <laughs> he was our guy. He had the the guy with the uh, uh, the uh, the the arm like uh, like uh, a wet noodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like overcooked spaghetti. How'd that work out for you? Um, well, we did not win the championship. And then the league ended. <laughs> so really well. Yes. Also, best case scenario. Yeah. I would say, I would say that's a best case. Who won? The Las Vegas team, if I remember correctly? Yeah, the Las Vegas Outlaws. Wait, well, you did know that? Yeah. So the Las Vegas Outlaws won the championship. Uh, yeah, they did. I forget everyone who was on that team, though. And what did they probably give them for winning the championship? What did they get uh, those uh, those McDonald's uh, gift certificates, <laughs> like the things when you were when you were a kid? Because look, again, I, I remember when I was a kid, and <laughs> McDonald's would uh, pass out these gift certificates that not they would people would give them to trick or treaters, like a little thing yeah. worth like fifty cents at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I remember Maybe that they, I was sixty like at the time. Like a suitcase full of that. They gave them just like one coupon book, and the and the guys could all go 
to the local McDonald's and celebrate with small fries. Each each player sharing a bag of small fries with the player next to them. <laughs> it's a team building thing. It is a team build. Yeah, a team building thing. And then the next day, they can ask those same players to help pack the uh, the trucks as the league goes out of business. <laughs> Would you champions mind sticking around for a while and uh, helping pack all this stuff into this U-Haul truck? It's yeah. Oh, it's really a shame that um, the Las Vegas Outlaws never met the president for their for their victory. Yes. How did that not happen? Where they go to the White House? I, I don't know. That's actually probably the most surprising thing. Who would have been president at that point? Would it have been George W. Bush or yeah. Bill Clinton? That would have been the first sports team that George Bush would have had in his office. So he would have welcomed the players of the Las Vegas. What were they? The Outlaws. The I Las think. Vegas Outlaws to the White House. Mm-hmm. And then gotten a nice picture taken with them in the Oval Office. With their McDonald's coupons. Yeah. Oh, no, Colette. I'm just getting some bad news here. Oh. Do you know who Wally Wacky Man is? I don't, actually. Is Wally, he... Wally Wacky Man. I'll, I'll explain. Wally Wacky Man is this uh, longtime caller to the show. He's a... Uh, He's a puppet, basically, a purple puppet. And he's been uh, calling, and he's he's really bounced back. He's, he's had some ups and downs with uh, things. He had a, uh, a DUI. I'm not really supposed to say, but I, I did. I just did. That's oh, rough. That poor puppet. Yeah, Wally Wacky Man had a... He was fighting it, though, so it might not have been... No, it might not have been true, so... Uh, but we'll never know because I just found out uh, Wally Wacky Man is uh, is missing. Oh, what does that mean? I th- I think he he could be on the lamb. He could be making a break for it. There maybe could, did someone? There could he be just some, lost. Maybe it could be some, He could be lost. Maybe he bonked his head. And uh, he's lost, or maybe he's uh, kidnapped. A lot of variables. Let's hope. Let's hope, uh, Wally Wacky Man, we're thinking of you out there. Hopefully you're still with us. So, uh, yeah. So, you know so much more about Vince McMahon's auxiliary business endeavors than I think any... Buddy, I have ever spoken to. I will take that as a compliment. That is a compliment. You should awesome. take it. It was given as Good. one. Please take it as one. Awesome. I, I definitely will. Uh, yeah, his auxiliary business ventures are amazing and hilarious. All right. You call any time you want, Colette. I will. Thank you very much, Tom. Take care. Bye. Bye. New York Comic Con. Oh, you bums. You bums. King Con and the Shrines from the album Idle No More. This is Born to Die. It's on Merge Records. It's great. Here it is. 
King Khan and the Shrines. What a great album. Idle No More. When that came out a year or so ago. Love it. Name of the song is Born to Die on Merge. King Khan. Don't get no better than that, man. The phone number, 201-332-3484. Busy phones, busy phones. So now we are talking about bad decisions made by otherwise smart people. Best show. Okay, I know who this is. Guess. Uh, I don't have to guess. This is Philly Boy Roy. Hello. Who is a, a resident of the city of Philadelphia. King of Philadelphia. Come on, show me okay. some respect. Well, the self-proclaimed king of Philadelphia. And I you. I was voted that. Your city is, uh, is uh, the uh, all eyes are on Philadelphia. They sure are. This week. They are. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm at the convention. You're at the Democratic convention. I am. Did you hear? They were they were chanting Bill, Bill, Bill. He's been up there for like an hour and a half. I didn't know. I'm, I've been doing the show, Roy. Oh, what's your show called? Oh, it's called the Best Show. Uh, what is been, it? Well, it's a call in uh, call in uh, a radio show and. I'd love to hear. I'd love to call in sometime. Uh, well, <laughs> you should. You should. Maybe someday I will. I'll put yeah. that in my little black book. Yeah, mark it down. Okay, marking it down. Oh, I, I lost my pen. Okay, well, maybe <laughs> next time. I'll tell you, though, man, the yeah. Democratic Convention? Yeah? It's the best thing to happen to Philly since the night I partied with Albert Bouchard, Brad Whitford, and Dave Preveret after that Blue Oyster Cult fog at Whitford St. Holmes triple get-down at the Spectrum in 81. Wow, that's a, that's a lineup. Right? Yeah. And speaking of, yeah. can you play BOC's astronomy in, in its entirety right now as tribute to the recently passed BOC mastermind Sandy Perlman? Um, well, look, I'm, I'm sad to, also, to hear that Sandy Perlman passed away today. And uh, he, he was a record producer and, and, and was responsible for so much great music. And, uh, but I, I, I can't play it. I don't. I don't have it, and it's a long song, and I, I kind of can't. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, I'll just sing it then, a cappella. The clock strikes twelve, and moon drops burst out at you from their hiding place, like acid and oil on a madman's face. His reason tends to fly away. Hang on, <laughs> I got a popcorn kernel going down there. Okay. <laughs> You're right, Roy. Yeah. Like lesser birds on four winds, like silver scrapes in May, and now the sands become a crust and most of yous have gone away. Come, Susie, dear, let's take a walk just out there upon the beach. I know you'll soon be married. 
And you'll want to know where winds come from. Okay. Well, that, that's that's, it's a, n- that's enough. Oh. That's enough. You don't want to know more? Um, no, that's a pretty good representation of Blue Oyster Cult. Fair enough. Rest in peace, uh, Sandy Perlman. R.I.P.S.P. Yes. Well, how cool is it that I'm calling from the Wells Fargo Center, the place where I saw BOC at the Spectrum? Same place. Same place. So it's where it used to be? Absolutely. Same place. Wow. And, I, and I'm hobnobbing with all the FPs here. The famous people. Oh, yeah. I was just breaking hoagie with Chris Matthews, Lance Bass, and Tim Heidecker. Okay. Wow. Right? And then yeah. yesterday I shared a Frank's grape with Joe Biden. Okay. So you had a, a Frank's soda. Oh, yeah. Which is a Philly, Philly, uh, uh. Delicacy. It's deli- a liquid delicacy. A liquid delicacy. Yeah, I could tell you about another liquid delicacy, but I won't. Uh huh. Okay. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> sure. I'm going to ask you, let's keep it that way. All right. Roy? Yes. Can I ask how you, uh, got credentials for the convention? Um, I'm kind of a massive star now, you feel a celebrity dummy. Oh. I'm big time. You're big time. Yeah, I even got a bodyguard. You, ha- you have a bodyguard. Um, well, this is a, this is a shocker. What? What? what uh, can I ask you what? Uh, what? What his name is? That your bodyguard? You sexist bastard! Maybe my bodyguard's a woman. Ever think of that? Well, I, I did. I did not. That's a fair point. Um, is your bodyguard uh, a woman? No. Okay. Um, you know, I'm actually going to go out on a limb here and, and, um, ask, is your bodyguard, um, is his name Roy Ziegler Jr.? Look, you pants squirt. The first rule of being an FP is you never talk to your bodyguard, okay? You know why? Because they get obsessed with you. Just like in that Kevin Costner, Whitney Houston movie, Wonderworld. Wait, what would or no, that's the, the bodyguard, the, the movie Kevin Costner did with Whitney Houston is the bodyguard, not water. No, he, he is the bodyguard, but in the movie, he's the water commissioner. He's the water. Okay. Of Rochester. That's what, yeah, it's, he's the water, he's the water commissioner of Rochester and she, she falls in love with him and she, she's his bodyguard. Very odd movie. That sounds. Are you sure you're watching the movie that everyone else saw? I don't know. Sometimes movies are different to me. Mm-hmm. They get they get lost in translation between the silver screen and my my mind. Yeah, it seems like something might be taking a little bit of a detour between what's on the screen and what you're receiving in your seat. A little bit of a Roy tour. Yeah, and you're processing it a little differently. Um, That's right. I yeah, guess. I can see that. Yeah. Well, uh, Roy, can can you just tell me, is your bodyguard uh, Roy Jr.? Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't catch his name. Ha- hang on. Yes, Tom, it turns out his name is Roy Jr. Okay, it turns yeah. out. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It turns out his name is Roy Jr., your son. Well, That's so stupid. Stranger things have happened, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
I'm, I'll say sure. Think but, about who you're talking to. Yes, you're right. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. Right. Yeah. This is pretty tame, actually. Yeah, well, getting yeah. back to the convention. Uh-huh. Yeah, please. You hear about, uh, did you hear about what happened to Sean Hannity today? I heard something about it, that he was at a Wawa. Yeah, and he got booed out of it. He got literally booed out of a Wawa. He did, and the best part? Yeah. I engineered it. You... You made that happen. I did, yeah. See, word was going around that he was gonna he was gonna get his shorty toasted. Yeah. No way, no day, not on my beat. On your beat. Yeah. So you're anti toasting. Yeah, and I'm going on Wawa Patrol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do he, they he, uh, he, he he might bring shame to himself, but not my city. Yeah, so you just well, so they offer, I guess they offer toasted, toasted sandwiches at all the Wawa's, and you just make sure that no one gets them toasted if they're going to order in Philly. I do, yeah. I got my anti-toast police out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it almost seems like it could be a trap to a- see who asks for the toast. Absolutely, yeah. And then that's when you, that's when you spring. That's when we spring and we dump them in the river. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cinder blocks. Okay, that's a little. Oh, you didn't harsh. hear that last part. Yeah, well, it's a little harsh to do anything to anyone because they want a sandwich toasted. Think about it. Think about. Okay. Yeah, Think I've done my it. research. Now you do yours. Uh huh. All right. Okay. Hey. Yeah. What a dis- what a disappointment Wasserman Schultz turned out to be, huh? Well, that's a that's a travesty. That whole thing. Unbelievable. And here I thought for sure she would be the first in a long line of President Debbie's. What? Well, you, th- you th- so you just thought there'd be a lot of people named Debbie becoming president? Why wouldn't there be? Seems logical. Uh huh. Well, it's, yeah. I guess anything's possible. So yeah, you know. Well, I was so mad I threw a cheesesteak grill at her at that breakfast speech yesterday. Uh huh. So you whipped a cheesesteak at her? Look, get the soggy pan pasta out of your ears, okay? Yeah. I said I threw a cheesesteak grill at her. A grill. You threw an entire cheesesteak grill at her. I sure did. My bodyguard, um, what was his name again? Oh, hmm. Oh, Roy, Roy Jr., right, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He, he and I dragged it all the way down from Geno's. Mm-hmm. To the, we, to the press thing. Yes, and we, we, we loved it and launched it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, Everybody was so mad at me, mm-hmm. though. Uh, they were mad at you. Yeah. They're also mad at me because of what I did earlier tonight. Uh-huh. Okay. This. What? Are you frustrated know, no. already with me? No, I'm I just, I know where this goes when I ask questions like this. When you tell me something that like, they're mad because everybody's mad because what you did earlier tonight. What? What did you do earlier tonight, Roy? Well, you know when all the states was doing their nominating, you know, like they go to each state and they do this kind of elaborate, you know, thing where they 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 talk about their state and then they cast their their de- their delegate votes. Uh huh. Well, when that started, you know, I just ran up to, up to the mic and I go, "Your Holiness, the great state of Philadelphia." Birthplace of the Philly fanatic, death place of Angelo Bruno, home of all four dead milkmen, lead hooter Rob Hyman, and rap great Schooly D, 
sight of the greatest line ever uttered in the history of cinema, I'm a karate man. Karate man brews on the inside. Land of a thousand wawas and one billion peanut chews. Cast its 31 delegates onto the stage for Miss Hillary Rodman Clinton. Oh, my that There are so many things wrong with what you just said. What? Right there. Name one. Um... Well, you you said something like your holiness. Yeah. You're not talking to the Pope. You're talking to, what is she, the Madam Secretary? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was, like, sanctioned by the Vatican. No, no? she's not sanctioned by the Vatican. Oh, uh, she should be. Here's an even bigger one, though. I think you said you said from the state of Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, Philadelphia's not a state. Sure it is, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, it ain't. It ain't. You said that you were casting the... You said you cast the... How many? 31? 31 delegates, yeah. Delegate, delegates, not delegates. What's a delegate? That's the the representative votes. And you don't literally... It sounds like you were saying that you were going to literally toss them onto the stage. I did, yeah. My delegates. Your delicates. Yes, my underwear. Oh, so you tossed your thirty-one delicates. Yes. Onto the stage. I did. Yes. And you said Hillary. You said Rodman. Rodman. That's her middle name. No, it's Ro- Rodham. No, her middle name is Rodman because she's Dennis Rodman's sister. You idiot. Okay. Not even. <laughs> and had, 30 for 30 much? It don't sound like you do. You had to call me an idiot. Also. Hillary and Dennis. That's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> one of your favorite 30 mm-hmm. for 30s. Hillary. Jeff, Fe- Jeff Fierzig did it. <laughs> Jeff Fierzig directed Hillary and Dennis. He sure did. Which is the story of Dennis Rodman and his sister Hillary yes. Rodman. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've seen it. Um, no. Hey, Roy, uh, you know what the biggest one of all these... Uh, flaws in everything you just said was that you you have no power or right to do any of that stuff Well, that's what they told me after i did it Uh it hurt my feelings yeah well it should have hurt your it should not have hurt your feelings because okay i don't know why if if it makes you feel good they they got really mad at me and i was actually in the little the little wells fargo center dungeon for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's uh, okay. The only surprising thing about that is thirty minutes. Yeah, I got. I snuck out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I should still be in there. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Okay. Did you follow what's going on? Like, did you follow the reason why Debbie Wasserman got uh, got the axe? With the the all those, those emails. emails. Yeah, the email uh, hack. Well, it turned. It turns out that it, it looks like the Russians hacked the email server mm-hmm. of some DNC worker that was under her, mm-hmm. and that's how they found all the, all these inflammatory emails. Okay, I'll tell you, man. This is straight out of those spy movies from this. Pardon me. What's that? What did you say? I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you said something. No. Sounds like a little ghost in the machine. There must be a little ghost in the machine. My fourth favorite police album. It's my, uh, how many are there? 
Five? Five. Probably my fourth favorite also. Yeah, it's just okay. Yeah. Dumb cover. Oh, I love the cover. It's my favorite cover of theirs. It's almost like the kind of cover that's like a, it's like a bad, it's like a bad 10cc album cover. I'm going to hang up right now. 10cc is my favorite band and my favorite covers. Oh, no, I'm saying I like 10cc and I like their album covers. The cover of Ghost in the Machine is like a bad version of one of their album covers. Guess what 10cc cover I like the most? Um, the one with the, uh, uh, the guy in the, uh... Yes. With the lady. Yeah. Yeah. I like How Dare You best. Oh, is that the one where the, the woman's like in an alcoholic stupor? Mm, it's like a split screen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's totally baked. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. So yeah, so I'm so, I'm sorry. I don't know. You thought you heard someone yell? I don't know. I what did. That yeah, sound like you yelling. A a anywho, check it out. This 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 Russian email hacking. Mm -hmm. It's straight out of those spy movies from the seventies. Mm -hmm. Remember them? Like my comrade, my hacker, Igor Treblinsky, Siberian server warrior, and scenes from a Soviet email gulag. These are movies from when? In the seventies, late seventies. So there were there was a movie about an email gulag in the seventies. Oh yeah, three of them. There was an email then. But sure, there was. Common thing for email. Oh yeah, I, I was on Yahoo back then. In the seventies. Yeah, only back then it was pronounced Yahoo. Like the early ad campaign. Absolutely, yeah. Uh -huh. So you were on Yahoo in the seventies. I was, yeah. Uh, who who were you emailing with? Oh, all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom and dad. Uh-huh. So they were on email also. School chums. School. Uh-huh. You, you're acting like you don't believe me. Uh, it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little, um, far-fetched. Farcical? Well, not farcical, just far-fetched. Well, someday I'll dig up my, uh, my old, my old laptop from the 70s. You had a laptop. I sure did. Uh-huh. Yeah. How heavy was it? Oh, quite heavy, yeah. Mm -hmm. 80 pounds. An 80-pound laptop. They made them with lead back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so you would just be typing away at a coffee shop? Did they even just have Just typing away, yeah. Oh, there were so many great coffee shops back then, too. Mm-hmm. Everyone drank coffee. And they specialized in good the good stuff. So many good kinds of coffee, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, do you want it from the, do you want it to be weak, or do you want grounds in this? That's right, yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it's like, a cho that, that was your choice. Lots of milk, please. Lo yeah, lots of milk. Lots of whole milk, please. To kill the taste of this coffee. Absolutely, yeah. Do anything. And I'm going to take this sugar p dispenser and just keep pouring. Yep. Almost until I can see the sugar piled up at the bottom of the cup. It's like a dessert, then. Yeah. We, could, we couldn't get enough. We sure couldn't. No. You know who I could get enough of last night? Who's that? Paul Simon. Yeah, I, I did not... Uh, I heard about it. I didn't well, see it. Yeah, he did a song. It wasn't so good. 
and they also played that America song, you know, when uh, during Bernie Sanders' intro, his video intro. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, man, last night was so Paul Simon heavy, I thought Lauren Michaels was running for president. Lauren, well, uh, he's Canadian, so I don't think he could. Oh, but, come on. Uh, so you think that by this point he's kind of a, a default American? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think that, I think, I don't think anything can kind of, uh, uh, I think that, that kind of beats everything that he's Canadian. But, um, that would be something if he was president. Wouldn't it? How do you think it would go? Like, what would he say? I, I love those impressions you do. Oh, I, I don't know how to do a Lorne Michaels impression. Okay. Um, well, I think he'd probably, do it as if he was hosting the country. The you know what I mean, like the country. He was if he was host. He's hosting the country. I like. Like it. It would just be like, like he come out like for like a state of the union. He'd say like, "We got a great state of the union for you tonight." Um. Uh, <laughs> like uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers are here. Hello. I like it. Yeah. I'm oh. Listening. Oh. Okay. Well, I, I, I didn't realize I, what I, I I realized I was auditioning here. I, I thought there might be another guest. Oh, you thought another? <laughs> you thought? You thought he'd have another guest with him? You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be. You know, there, there was a period where they had two bands. Remember? When they would have a second band on SNL. Oh yeah, yeah. Like. uh I'm trying to think of some of those situations. It feels like it feels like it would be someone like Rita Coolidge would be one of the one of the and Leon Redbone. Yeah, it would be like tonight's musical guest. We have Maria Moldauer. Oh my God! And and uh, Firefall. <laughs> hard hitting rock and roll. A yeah. night of hard hitting rock. Yeah, a night of punk. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, uh, of, of of punk influences, yeah. say, say what you will about Paul Simon. His impact on indie rock cannot be overstated, right? Uh, well, that that's uh, that is true. That is definitely true. Um, a lot of people are influenced by uh, <clears throat> a lot of people I like are influenced by his songs um, from the sixties and seventies. And then there's other people who seem to be uh, pretty influenced by the stuff from the 80s. The good stuff. The, oh, that's the good stuff? Oh, yeah. Graceland? Yeah. I can't get enough of young bands being influenced by Graceland. I'm sure the people in Memphis must have just been dancing in the streets when they saw there was an album called Graceland that Paul Simon was going to tell them how it is for... For their city. Oh, yeah. And then they hear it, and they're like, this doesn't even sound like anything we know. Like, they must have, there must have just been so much confusion back then when that album came out. Well, think about how excited Los Lobos were when that album came out. Oh, yeah, how they must have, they, well, they were thrilled when when they... When they uh, popped that cassette in the uh, in the deck and heard a couple of the songs they wrote on it, right? Yeah. Oh my God, they must have raked in so much money. I don't think they raked in any. I think then they looked at the credits and it said written by Paul Simon. 
Well, you know, at some point, it's it's an honor just to be involved, right? Well, I would say when there's so much money flowing by. Well, it wasn't that big a seller, was it? Graceland? Yeah. It was huge. And okay. To write two songs on that? Yeah, that yeah. would have been... Well, at least they weren't hits, right? They weren't the hits. Well, they were deep. I don't know if they were the hits or not. Uh, I don't know. I tried not to think about the album Graceland a whole lot, Roy. Oh, that's all I think about some days. Some days you just think about that album? Yup. What, what's your favorite song on it? You Can Call Me Al? Oh, I love that one, yes. That's my favorite one. I didn't hear enough of that in my life yet. Well, I love, I, I, I can't get enough of Chevy Chase's voice. That's, he, well, he's that's a lead the, singer on that's it. That's the video. He's, yeah. he's singing, it's Paul Simon singing Chevy Chase's lip syncing. Well, that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Well, no. it is. It is. No. Okay. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, speaking of celebs. Yeah. Guess who I was hanging out with last night? Who? Strapped in? Sure. Kurt Vile. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker. Mm-hmm. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. And Bill Clinton. That's who you were hanging out with? Yeah, we hung out until the wee wee hours in the morning. Okay, the wee, the, what are, what are, is that different than the wee hours? Oh, it's quite different. Those are the hours when you can pee anywhere you want for free. Uh, okay. And we sure did. That's gross. We had a blast. I took him on a tour of my Philly. Okay, you're Philly. Oh, yeah, we ended up back at my pad in Roxborough having a battery-whipping contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bill won. He was good at throwing batteries around? Excellent whipper. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Tom. Yeah? You know, if I could get serious for a second. Sure, sure. I want to yeah, say yeah. something. Absolutely. I, I think it's so important and so great that there are so many young people involved with this convention. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a fair point that it's good to see young people deciding to learn about uh, politics and and get involved. And, Absolutely, you know, yeah. I I see people my age here as well as you know <laughs> a lot of the older sports, you know, in their thirties, forties, fifties, what have you, you know. And while while I appreciate their experience, I. I can't relate to them that much, you know. It's like that that song "I Hope You Die Before I Get Old" by that band, the Guess Who. I hope you. Okay, you got the, the first of all. It's not, it's, a, it's by the Who, not the Guess Who, and it's "I Hope I Die Before I Get Old." That doesn't sound right. Oh, yeah, maybe I got that wrong. I don't know though. You did. You did. Okay. You did, yeah. You got it wrong. Okay. Hey, hey uh, Roy, can I just ask you, um, you said something about old farts in their 30s? And yeah, old, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know what you're, why you're saying that, and I don't know why you're acting like you don't know who the who are. I know you've seen them. You've talked so many times about seeing them at the Spectrum in 1980. And I think I remember you saying it was probably the first time you did you did shrooms. Me? No, I wasn't even around then. No, I like I like bands like Thirty Seconds to the Summer and Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're you're the is, number bands. I love that stuff. The number. Okay. This is very confusing. This is because at the beginning of this call you were bragging about how the. the 
the first when you saw Blue Oyster Cult in '81 at the Spectrum. And but now you're now you're talking. You're trying to talk like you're. I, what was going on here? I'm not sure what's going on. Nothing's going on. Well, what, Tom. No. What's up? Something's up. No. No. What, what, look, what is it? What is it? Look, I'm great. I'm 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 actually better than ever. And, and if you don't believe me, just go to www.youngphiladelphians.org. Okay, I am going to go to this. I'll prove it to you. All right, what is this? Young Philadelphians is an organization founded by young people for the benefit of all people. We will do our best to unite people of all walks of life in an effort to make the United States an inclusive country where we can all live together in harmony. I'm not sure what this... Yeah, this is confused. I don't know... I I I don't get what you have to do with youngphiladelphians.org with a young philadelphia looks like an organization for young philadelphians well it is yeah and, and uh-huh. i have a lot to do with it or my name isn't connor newcomb connor connor newcomb yeah yeah okay because on the website there's a picture of someone named connor newcomb it says president and ceo of young philadelphians he sure is. Mm-hmm. This picture. Oh my God! Wait, is this isn't you? Is it? <laughs> this is you, <laughs> Connor <Yes>. Newcomb. <laughs> I mean, this is um, the kid in this picture. Looks like he, at, at the oldest, could be twenty-three years old. Oh. At his oldest, but I can still look at it and see that it's you in, right? in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what, is, can, what can I say? Young Approx and Ultra really works, uh-huh. don't it? Young oh, they. I thought that stuff was... Young Approxen was this, 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 uh, this treatment. Yeah. That was to make people look younger that Kern Pharmaceuticals had made. I thought they had to take it off the market after people were like using it and going all like way past looking young into becoming looking like infants. Yeah, that did happen, unfortunately, but they they retweaked it. And it's back, and it's better than ever as Younger Proxen Ultra. See, what they did was they stopped using human growth hormones, and they replaced them with gorilla growth hormones. Okay, well, that that sounds really dangerous. Oh, no, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, Roy or Connor. Yes. Why are you doing this? Well, it's only my most ungenious scheme yet. Are you ready? Sure. I've been working on this since February. First, I set up the Young Philadelphians organization. Then I put the word out that we're having a huge $1,000 ahead post-convention banquet tonight after everyone's speeches. Mm-hmm. And then people sent all this money in. Mm-hmm. And then yours truly goes to Aruba to start a new life. So this is a not this is not the nonprofit that it appears to be. Well, let me brush up on my uh, on my Arubian. 
No commento. It's a ruby. Tomo. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to just let that one sail past. Um, okay. Can I just ask you about the, you said there was a, a big banquet? Oh, yeah. I mean, for like $1,000 a head, that's got to be pretty uh, impressive. Oh, yeah. But, you know, in all honesty, yeah, there ain't no banquet. Okay. Yeah. It's just a box of tasty cakes on a folding chair in the Hilton Garden in Ballroom. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, the, how the plan works is it goes right from me raking in that cash to me going to Aruba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually waiting for my Uber driver to let me know he's on his way here to take me to the airport. Okay. Well, this is this is disgusting what you're doing, Roy. Do you you're this is really crooked and this is this is a new low for you to you're passing yourself off as like an enthusiastic young person. And you're bilking all these people out of all this money, and you're <laughs> and you're just stealing it. Hey, don't ruin this for me, okay? I finally found a foolproof way to live the life I've always deserved, but from which I've been thwarted with. Wait, no, that doesn't sound right. Should it be thwarted from? I don't you went ca- to college. I don't care what it is. From which I've been thwarted. From which, okay, yeah. From which I've been thwarted. Uh-huh. I'm not going to let you take me off point with you struggling with thwarted. Oh, I struggle with all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like what? Well, you know, mental issues. <laughs> okay. Yeah, substances. Uh-huh. All right. But I have to say, mm-hmm. I'm really good at being young again. It's really fun, too. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, there's a couple of things I'm struggling with. Yeah, like what? Well, you know, it's funny, Tom. When I was a kid, the only people who had tattoos were dudes who did time at Greatest for robbing Arco stations with switchblades. Uh-huh. But it's a whole different scene now. Okay, yes, it, it's very, it's different. I don't know. I, I guess I don't understand what's wrong with just liking or thinking about something. I mean... I use forks every day, but I don't need to have a giant one on my thigh, right? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's that. If that works for you, that's fair. But if somebody wants to get a tattoo and it makes, if it's significant for them and they want to have it be a part of their their body, and that's that, that's their right. I guess it's to it, whatever works for everybody. I see your point. Mm-hmm. Semi-related. Yeah. Tom, what's the proper Twitter etiquette for letting everyone know you're in tears? Do you wait until what's bringing you to tears is over, or do you tweet while you're crying? That's a that's a harder one. Um, I, it, 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 Twitter can be a very emotional place, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think sometimes people are putting their tweets up, and they're just packed with emotion and... Uh, I I I I'm not, I'm, I I don't know what the right answer to that one is, Roy. Okay, well, maybe you can help me with this final one. Yeah. What emoji should I use to let everyone know that 2016 is being a real dick? And can't we skip ahead to 2017 when rock musicians and actors who smoke three packs a day for their entire adult lives won't die? Okay. Um Again, fair amount of people looking to 
lump everything into that it's a bad calendar year. I'll, I'll, and, but they have a point. It has been, a, I think it's been a ridiculously intense, uh, 2016 to be halfway through it. It's, uh, it's pretty hard. But, but yeah, uh, it's, it, that seems to be one that people go back to a whole lot. Wait. Oh no. What? Oh no. What, what is that? The cops must be on to my ass. What's wrong? I gotta hide in, a, in another closet. Hang on. Hold on. Did you knock me out to drug enforcement? Me? Yes. No. Wait, what? you're the one who's talking all about your big rip-off scheme on the radio. Oh, wait, wait, what do you mean drug enforcement? Oh, no reason. No, 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 no. This is, this is new to the discussion. Why would you be worried about drug enforcement coming after you? Because I've been selling copious amounts of sticky icky at the convention. What's that? Because I've been selling copious amounts of sticky icky at the convention. Uh-huh. Why? Okay, all right. Yeah, and uh, pl- tell me more about how you're selling copious amounts of sticky, <laughs> sticky icky. Well, you know them signs people have that say, I'm with her? Yes, those are the Hillary Clinton signs. They say, I'm with her. Yeah. Well, I've been carrying one around, too, but mine has a very small B at the end of her. Oh, so it spells herb. Oh, it can spell everybody. Oh, okay. Well, Bravo! I'm so sorry that I... <laughs> that you... Even when pursued by the cops, I still got a sense of humor and I can bust chops. Yeah, it's 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 great that that part never seems to waver. Oh, I'll never I'll never let that go. Well, it's, uh, yeah, I guess uh, you're you're pure like that. I am pure. Well, look, anywho, here's how it works. Democrat weed enthusiasts with a sharp eye see the micro B on my sign, right? Mm-hmm. And they flash me the internet the international puffed up sign, you know, index finger and thumb to the lips. And then I whisper, UTNS. UTNS. Yes. What is UTNS? It's an acronym for under the nearest staircase. Under, okay. Under the nearest staircase. Really? Yeah, that's how it works. It's all laid out in the Stoner's Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. What is, I've never heard of the Stoner's Bill of Rights. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm totally. You went to high school though, right? Yes. Oh, well, James Madison wrote it. The Stone... Okay. Yeah, it was going to be in the Constitution, but he got so baked that he forgot about it. Uh Uh-huh. And it was discovered in his Crippler vault like 10 years after he died, and it's been the cornerstone of weed culture ever since. So, this is insane. So, you're, you're basically saying... I guess what you're saying is that you're just selling weed at the the Democratic National Convention. Oh, whoa, 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 hold up there. It's cool and legal, all right, because I'm a licensed physician. You're a licensed physician. I sure am. Okay, please, I, I can't wait to hear more about this. Well, for your information, my army jacket is recognized as a medical marijuana dispensary, okay? Mm-hmm, your army. Oh. How on earth are you a licensed physician well 
if you want to send, if you want to tell me your, your phone number, I'd be glad to text you a photo of my diploma from Trump Medical College. I'm not sending you my phone, and I can't believe you have a degree. What, Trump Medical College? Yes. You graduated from Trump Medical College. I sure did. I know all about legs and arms and stomachs and whatnot. It, it, it was a very rigorous final exam. I got a 68 on it. Uh-huh. Oh, so you barely passed a course at Trump University. Well, I did better than several of the other people on the raft. The several people on what? The raft. The raft. Yeah. What raft? The raft where they held the class. Why? The class was held on a raft. It sure was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the raft was 50 miles off the coast in international waters. Uh-huh. Technically, it's the only place they could legally call it a school. Well, that's insane. So you're saying this is out 50 miles off the coast that you're taking classes on a raft? Yeah. That's I've never heard of anything so weird. Yeah. Wait, what, 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 what is that? Oh no, I'm turning into a rabid gorilla. Hey, what? I just caught my reflection in the mirror. Oh no, I look just like you. Oh, that's I've even grown a black Fred Perry shirt. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's, that's cool. God, the cops have me surrounded. I'm going to go out just like David Norton in the classic 1981 John Landis film, An American Gorilla in England. Uh-huh. Well, that's not the name of the movie. It's An American Werewolf in London. And you're turning into a gorilla. Wait, wait, I got the title wrong? Yeah. This is no time for you to go into Gene Siskel mode. Wait, am I thinking of Gene Shalit? Which one had the cool mustache? Um, that would be Gene Shalit had the big bushy mustache. I don't know. We could we could argue about that all night. Well, I, I think guess, I can right? I can feel that one. Okay. Oh no, the cops got me surrounded, Bob. There's only one way out of this. goodness stop that eric gaffney put his album out we heard dinosaur jr eric gaffney was in sebado with uh, lou barlow who's in dinosaur jr he's got his solo album out land of make-believe here's the song mean distance best show back in a minute
Best show back. Final 25 or so minutes. Tonight, we will be doing the half hour of power. The best show post show. Starting shortly after midnight, that's rapid fire unscreened phone calls. Lean and mean tonight. Lean and mean. The phone number 201-332-3484 if you want to get in on the action. We are talking about all sorts of things, including tonight's topic. The worst decisions made by otherwise smart people. I was thinking about Michael Jordan when he played baseball. Look, he earned the right to try it. Dude was bored with basketball. That's fine. Whatever. He's going through personal stuff. One step away. But man, not good. Not good. Look, I could play baseball. Not him, though, man. Couldn't do it. I could. He he couldn't. Best show. The next five minutes, I'm sure he's going to take it What? Hello? Who's this? Hi, Tom. This is uh, Corey from Long Island. Who are you just whispering to? Oh, no. I was just saying to myself, oh, I'm sure he's going to pick up within the next five minutes, meaning you, because uh, I was on hold for... A little while, so. Well, you're on now, Corey. You're on now. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good. Well, how are you? Now, um, the topic of the evening is uh, smart people, bad decisions, right? Yes. Um, I have three potentials, and whatever one you want me to get in, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Um, give me the good stuff. Give me the good it, stuff. It's either Amari Stoudemire, Kevin Durant, or Mike Francesa. Whichever one you want to divulge into, I will give you a good uh, a good detail of. All right, Mike Fra- Mike Francesa, and for people who don't know, this Mike Francesa he he used to do a radio show here uh, called Mike and the Mad Dog, and it's like sports radio, and he's he's one of the most insufferably boring people, maybe ever created. Right? He's pretty stale. So, what do you have about Mike Frances? And he's a blowhard. For people who don't know, he's a blowhard. He's so boring. What a snooze. Now, now I'm not saying he's the smartest guy in the world, but obviously he's somewhat of a smart guy. So, I'm going to say, smart guy, bad decision. Wait, why why would you even say he's smart? He He memorizes baseball statistics. That's not smart. It means he's got a good memory. Yeah, I mean, I mean, success doesn't equate to intelligence. I'm aware of that, but I mean, the guy makes a lot of money. And what I was going to say is, the fact that he's retiring in 2017 mm, yeah. is uh, a dumb decision. When you just sit behind a chair and take phone calls about angry, degenerate baseball and football and basketball fans. I don't think there's much to it. Why retire from that? 
why would he retire from that? Well, and Tom, Tom, can I just say one thing real quick? No, I'm in the middle of trying to answer your question. I was doing my rhetorical. I said, why would he retire from that? And then, fine, what do you want to say? I just want to say, um, from what you do, and I think it gives a lot of joy to a lot of people, and I'm one, for example, that enjoys listening to you. You do. Oh, I know. You, you, you take a lot of phone calls. Mm-hmm. You, you sit behind the desk, and you don't get your worst. You don't. I and don't, this, I don't want this guy. You don't get your worth. Well, here you want to know the difference get... between me and him. He's rich. He got rich on it. He got rich on saying, "There's no way that uh, Mark Deshera doesn't. Uh, they got to move him down to seventh in the lineup." That's, and he'll say that, and then he'll be wrong, and then the next day he'll say, "He's sixth in the lineup right now. They got to, they got, uh, they got to keep him at six. And then they'll move him to seventh. Yeah, he's, 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 he says not, this is the thing about sports, anything. Sports, sport, the entire channel of ESPN and the, and the 16 other auxiliary ESPNs, they could shut them all down tonight if, if everybody just embraced the concept of you don't know what's going to happen in a game. That's why they play the games. And anybody and, um, who talks to you about what's going to happen tonight or what's not going to happen, they're only talking to gamblers. That's the only, that's the only people who that has any, any sort of traction with is somebody who's betting money on that game. Anybody who listens to, well, you listen to Stephen A. Smith. This guy, this guy, Stephen A. Smith, he's, uh, he's, uh, this, this, uh, this, this meathead who, he did this show called First Take, and it was him and this other guy, it was Skip Bayless, who looked like Skip. the, yeah, Skip, I'm, I'm, Skip. This guy, Sorry. Skip Bayless, Sorry, looked Tom. like, it looked like, uh, if the Crypt Keeper was on Baywatch, that's what he looked like. And, this Skip Bayless got everything wrong. I never, I never saw a guy get anything more wrong than this guy. He, st- he said LeBron James sucks, and then he would champion all these white guys all the time. Like, but Tim Tebow, this is the guy. This guy, this guy gets run out of football because because he can't throw a football. And he, Johnny Football, and he, he champions that guy. That guy, guy. I hope he he's, he's on a spiral downward. I hope he gets his his act together, or he's not gonna. He's gonna have some bad years ahead if he's if he's lucky to stay alive the way things are going for that guy, but he'll always champion those guys. He gets everything wrong. He's made so much money on this, and that's at the top of the pyramid. Is that so? Anybody who says anything about any game ever doesn't know what they're talking about. They're guessing. That's all it is. is the and thing about Mike Francesa, yeah, he's a, he's a glomudgeon. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 he's not going to be any good. He said he talked about the. You're right. And, he is uh, a gourmudgeon. And uh, I'm, I, I know Tom. You know, do you think? But he was always ball. one of those guys. He was always one of those guys. Even when he was young, he was a gourmudgeon. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I don't know why people listen to him. And listen, Tom, um, listen, all due respect, I know you're not a big baseball fan. He's talking, he, he said, and I was listening on my job, on the car ride into my job, that one of the best baseball players at second base is not that good. And the guy is the best second baseman in all of baseball. Well, what do you care? What do you care? I don't. He got I you just, to listen. That's all it is. You listen to the best show and you get some good old-fashioned laughs, right? Good no, old-fashioned we, laughs. We we write laughs for you here. You get good old-fashioned laughs here. You're the best, Tom. But you, you listen to a guy best. like that. A guy like that's writing what he's going to do on a napkin. He Tom, could write out a year. Hey, shut up! He could write out on a napkin what he's going to do for the year. Hey, Tom? Yes? I was waiting on hold for a decent amount of time. Okay, you well, know why? Because I love everything you do. Yeah, and you want to and know I'm what? And I'm not trying to... No, duh. I'm, I'm not trying it's to the do best. it, but I love it. I love it. I love your point yeah. of take on you everything. You should. Whether it's sports or nonsense. Yeah. Yep. Or... Or Papa John, mm-hmm. regardless yeah, of exactly. what it is. Because it's the best. Why do you think it's called the best show? What, do you think we tripped it, on that? It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. You got to well, well, you know, Mike's... Mike. Right, I'm done with you. Now you're off hold. Best show. Hey, Tom, this is Brett. Oh, I'm tired of these dudes. These dudes. Uh, no, no dude Vember can't come soon enough. No dude Vember can't come soon enough. Yeah. And that's not a that's not a slam on you. You could be the you could you could be the 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 Nikola Tesla of callers. I don't know. We're gonna find out. Yeah. Hey, what's, uh, your, what's the topic? What's your name? Oh, sorry, Brett from Hollywood. Brett from Hollywood. Do I know this, Brett? No. I don't. You sure I don't? Um. Pretty sure. <laughs> All right, Brett, what do you got for me? Um, so this is for the topic. Um, it's something that didn't turn out badly, but it seemed like a bad decision at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was JT Leroy telling Billy Corgan all about her secret identity. Hey, I'm tell you this. Did you see that movie yet? I did. Author? Yeah. The Jeff Fearsick movie? What's that? Yeah, that's an uh, author. How'd you see it? Um... I really say I have a, you know, one of those NDAs. Well, listen to this, my friend. I'm going to say this, first of all. My friend, Jeff Fierzig, he's one of the most talented people I've ever had the privilege of knowing. He directed that Daniel Johnston movie. He did the real Rocky, the, the, the Chuck Wepner, 30 for 30. And you listen to me. He's got this movie mm-hmm. coming out. He's got this movie coming out. Um called uh called uh, author the JT Leroy story and it's about JT Leroy this author the the, the and it's the it's the craziest movie just going to be in here in a couple weeks and we're going to talk about it this movie comes out in September you get ready for that i'm telling you it's something else everybody's going to blow everybody's minds this is one of the best things i ever saw yeah i agree yeah i have a question do you consider that Catfishing? Just wait till the movie's out. Get off my phone. Going to ruin. He's 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 trying to show everybody he he knows something you don't. Best show. 
Hey, Tom. Uh, this is Marcus in New Jer- uh, in Baltimore. Oh, you're not sure where you are. New Jersey, Baltimore. What are you on, on the run? Uh, I, I grew, grew up in tour? New Jersey. Uh, tour? But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all up at the place. So what do you got, Marcus? Uh, so I'm kind of coming in uh, from a weird angle. But for the topic, I was thinking uh, brilliant guys who have maybe made weird decisions or less than genius decisions. I want to say Dylan, but I feel like every weird decision he's made is actually panned out. Like, what would you want to say? Well, I mean, uh, a Sinatra cover album seems crazy. A Victoria's Secret commercial seems like a dumb idea, but somehow he ends up making them uh, look good, you know, and making them look like great decisions. Uh, Self-portrait, you know, seems like an odd idea. But, I mean, there's got to be a dumb Dylan decision in there somewhere. Look, maybe you could say it's uh, some of his movie making might be hard to fire. Yeah, something like that. But you know what? What are you going to do? You stick around that long, you got to be able to try stuff. And sometimes you flop, sometimes you don't. But yeah, well, yeah. yeah. You could go. I could go either way on that one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, good talk. Great talk. You have a, a fantastic evening. You too. All right, we've got about five uh, to ten minutes left in the best show. Oh. We're going to do the half-hour power immediately after the best show. The best show, post-show, 30 minutes of rapid-fire phone calls. You know I haven't done in a while? Who sucks in podcasting? It's a recurring segment where we go through all the podcasts and we say who sucks in podcasting. And there's this one podcast. The idea that I'm banging my head against a wall like this. I'm banging my head against a wall trying to get this thing going. And there is a podcast. Everybody can't get enough of it. Everybody can't get... Where is this thing? It's some Indiana Jones podcast. And it's like one... The Indi- Here. Look, and these guys might be the nicest guys on earth. I don't know. The Indiana Jones Minute. Where they review a minute... Each episode of the podcast is focuses on one minute in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. So they're up to episode 62. Where it's just a thing where he's running through the desert. Oh. This is big and this is what this is this is the state of podcasting in 2016. I'm wrapping my head against a brick wall. And these guys are backing up the money truck because they, they go in depth talking about uh, throw me the weep. I did something wrong. 
Talk about uh, talk about uh, bad decisions, stupid decisions. I don't even know the name of the topic. Worst decisions by otherwise smart people? Me. Best show. Bringing this dumb thing back. I probably shouldn't have brought it back. Probably should have let it uh, let it keel over. But we're, but we're back. And the crazy thing is, nobody can touch what we're doing here, man. Nobody can touch it. I hear these other podcasts. I hear the, the, the That's what you got to do. It's like it's it's, it's the, the problem is we can do everything here. That's it. That's it. It's like a it's like a variety show up in this uh, up in this piece. Should have just narrowed it down, right? The Goonies. I got to do a Goonie podcast. How about that? About Goonie, the movie Goonie. Hey everybody, welcome to the Goonie cast. Uh, the only podcast where uh, the movie Goonies is uh, Goonie or Goonies. Which one is it? Goonie. Mike is saying Goonie, and Pat is saying Goonies. I'm gonna go with Pat because he's younger, and Goonies would have been his kind of movie. If I was asking about, uh, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. Mike can answer something like that in more detail. But I should have just done a Goonie podcast. That's all, that's a, that's the thing. Narrow, narrow it down. Simple. Everybody gets it. Next thing you know, I bet you the, the, the I bet you these, uh, these Indiana Jones dudes have, uh, are gonna be at the New York Comic Con. I bet you they got press credentials. So they can talk all about the guy burning his hand and the medallion on his hand. I tell you. It's the crime of this life sometimes, man. Ain't easy being the best. The curse is that this show, everything, everything happens. We can outdo any other show on this show, within the body of this show. We'll do your thing better than you. That's the curse of it. Well, what are you going to do? Best show. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Michael in Brooklyn. Michael in Brooklyn. What's up, Michael? Yeah, um, so not much. I was going to ask you um, to help me out as I um, make a transition to trying to be a Knicks fan. Okay. Tell me more about this. So you, the New York Knicks are a basketball team. Yes. Who they have are. you do you, have you rooted for basketball yeah. in your life? Oh, of course, many times. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a very big Mavericks fan, but I've recently decided to. Are you from Texas? Live. Are you? Yeah, from I'm the- originally from the Dallas area. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so I was hoping if I could think of some Maverick legends, and if you could tell me what the new Nick equivalent would be, so I can sort of understand Nick's yeah. world. I don't fully yeah, understand it. Yeah, let's go through all these Maverick legends. Okay, mm-hmm. take. Take me through the Hall of Champions with the well, Mavericks. Blackman. We, we only have, yeah, he was a Nick also. 
<laughs> no, I, I understand it's not not really legends. The Nick equivalent, that, uh, of, the, the New York Knicks equivalent of of uh, of uh, of Rolando Blackman <laughs> is a less good Rolando Blackman by the time he played on the Knicks. Fair Go enough. ahead. Okay, what about a uh, Jerry Stackhouse? Oh, stop it! Yeah, Mavericks legend Jerry Stackhouse. The, with the I, Mavericks were his seventh team. Let me. Uh, how about this? My favorite Mavericks. My favorite Mavericks of all time. Let me. Let me take. Let me take a shot in the dark. Let me see if I can guess one of your all-time favorite Mavericks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just okay. go out on a limb and say that maybe. Just maybe, Dirk Nowitzki is one of your all-time favorite Mavericks. Well, sure, but that that would that would have been too easy. Um, I I like you know Jason Terry. Um, I love Devin Harris pre New Jersey Nets trade. Um, I love Nick Van Exel's free stints. Um, Sean Bradley was a lovable loser to me as well. Um, Tyson Chandler was also a Nick, obviously. Um, yeah, a, a few. Okay. Well, look. Look, you just watch them, and if you don't like them, you don't like them. I don't think you're going to like the Knicks. I don't think you're going to like them. It's hard. I, it's, then it's, don't. I've never adopted a team. Well, I, I like to. I would then like to root for with, a New York team. Okay. Well, maybe you, you should. Know? Maybe you can't. Maybe it won't work. Yeah. Why don't you yeah. go go root for the Mavericks from from New York? No big. Uh, no we're shame we're in even that. more sad at this point. No shame in rooting for the team that you already like. No, I'm not saying I'm going to forsake them, but it's easy because the Knicks are in the Eastern Conference. My Mavericks aren't going to play them in the playoffs anytime soon. So, you know. Look, man, I don't know what to tell mm. you. All you're, right. you're going down a weird road. Ain't nothing I, I can do to help you on this. <laughs> Fair enough. You're on your own. Right. You're on your own, All right. kid. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care of yourself, kid. <laughs> Thanks. All right, sonny boy. All right. We'll be back next week. We'll bring, We'll bring it. Like we always do. Because it's the best show. I ain't had a full night's sleep in uh, over a week. And it's still what I'm bringing. I'll still push. We push. And look, I can't help it if the other guys don't take it seriously. I found out Dudio didn't even go to Radiohead. I saw the picture he posted from the show from some uh, somebody else's account two weeks ago at a show they did in Antwerp. Yeah, Mike can't be bothered to to pay attention to literally any element of the show that isn't apmike.bandcamp.com. Watch him perk up. Mention his masses shirts. Suddenly, uh, there, there he is. Oh, he's now he's engaged. The guy's on fumes until you mention that you can buy his shirts, his masses tavern shirts over at apmike.bandcamp.com. Now, now look at him. Oh, now he's now he's uh, now he's uh, sharp as a tack. Like he splashed cold water on his face. He's ready to take on the world. 
This Thursday, July 28th, at the UCB Theater in Chelsea, uh, uh, Dudio, uh, Jason Gore, his uh, uh, sketch troupe, and Kristen uh, Bartlett is in the troupe also. Uh, Bridge and Tunnel, very funny uh, sketch team. They're doing their show, Hot Takes, Thursday, July 28th at 6.15 at the UCB Theater in Chelsea. You should check that out. If you want to laugh. And this Saturday, once again, Pat Byrne, the good guy of the best show. Pat's the good guy. Dudio's faking at being at a Radiohead show. Mike is out the door unless we mention apmike.bandcamp.com. Pat's the good guy. Pat does his show on WFMU Prove It All Night, and they do a live show once a month. And this week, this Saturday, 9 p.m., at the WFMU Performance Space in Jersey City, the Prove It All Night two-year anniversary show, karaoke all night, with guests like Julio Torres, Sunshine in the Rain, Dave Hill, Brett Davis, and me! I will be a part of this show and surprises as well. There will be surprises. Go to Facebook slash prove it all night show for more information on that. And the best show will be back next week. My friends hound are on tour. Philadelphia's own hound are rocking it now. You can check their tour dates out. Here's something from their album, Out of Time. Great album. Came out a couple years ago. Their first album. We will hear something from that now called Affordable Hypnotist. Seahound, if they're coming to your city. And Half Hour Power coming up. Next call, 201-332-3484 to be a part of that. Here's Hound. Good night, everybody.